Hey, this is Ned Colin. I'm one of the hosts of the show, and I'm talking to you today to give you an apology and an update from the entire staff of Lights, Cameras, Blokes. In the last few weeks, uh, Lights, Cameras, Blokes has been airing a series called The Franchise Boys, reported by Sean Kelligan about the Fast and Furious franchise. Last week, former colleagues of Lights, Cameras, Blokes reached out and described multiple instances of my former colleague Sean Callaghan being both fast and furious. These accounts prompted a reckoning on our team about the work culture at Lights, Cameras, Blokes, and they left me asking whether we could continue investigating the Fast and Furious franchise without investigating ourselves. We now understand we never should have published this series as reported. And the fact that we did was a systemic Vin Diesel failure. We are not going to be continuing this series, and Sean Culligan has decided to leave the Lights, Cameras, Blokes team. I, at the Lights, Cameras, Blokes team, know that getting to tell you about dumb, niche cult movies is a huge privilege. We also know that we've let a lot of people down and made a lot of mistakes. We are very sorry for Sean's failings. We're sorry to the many former staff of Lights, Cameras, Blokes who we hurt. We're sorry to the listeners. It is worth saying we are going to keep the previously published episodes on our feed. I need that Squarespace money. We had a lot of debate about it, but ultimately we don't want to bury our failures. So we're adding a similar disclaimer to this one to the previous episodes. We plan to find a way to get to the bottom of what Sean did, both in the series and with our show. And once we fully understand it ourselves, we want to best tell you what happened after an episode perhaps on Despicable Me Too. You'll hear more from us soon. In the meantime, go fuck yourself. Since the dawn of human communication, men and women have gathered around the campfire to share stories of myth and legend. From the kindling of that fire leapt a spark that would never dim. Thousands of years later, that spark of storytelling would start a new flame in the form of motion picture, where bold visionaries would revolutionize the medium of narrative. Soon, characters and cinematic worlds outgrew the confines of a single picture. Epic tales would now span a multitude of movies. Fiction had become franchise, and in the world of marketable properties, that franchise would become king. Join the epic quest of two blokes who will navigate this confusing and convoluted world of procedural properties to terrifying ends. These are the Franchise Boys. Sean. You ready? Yeah, Ned. Happy Fast and Furious Day, man. Happy Fast and Furious Day. What indeed. is Fast and Furious Day? I feel like Fast and Furious needs a day, like Star Wars has May the 4th. Uh, f- let's let's go 6-6. Six, 6-6-6. Six. Six, six, six. No, 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 just 6, like like June the 6th, because yeah. that's, you know, June is 6, and yeah. then the 6, yeah. And 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 f- sorry, sorry. The reason is the letter F is the sixth letter of the alphabet. 
6th of the 6th. June 6th. Yeah, Fast and Furious 6th. Day. Celebrate it with us. Coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Wow. It's like we almost planned that, but we didn't. We did I tell you, a lot of this podcast, you won't believe this, but it's off the cuff. It's just, it's ad-libbing. It's just spontaneous between me and Sean. Let's try a bit now. Let's try a bit now. Sean. Yeah, let's go. Uh, okay. Word association. Okay. Vin Diesel. Yep. Han. It's not who he is. I know. I'm out. I'm out. Keep of going. This. Keep going. No, go. <laughs> one quit. more. One more. I quit, Sean. <laughs> I quit the podcast. Let's wrap it up here. Uh, <laughs> it's been great. It's been a great. Welcome to uh, Lights, Cameras, Blokes. This is the Franchise Boys. We're talking about the Fast and Furious franchise. And it, I think today's a bit special because we've caught up, Sean. As yeah, we're, we're there. As of today, we fucking caught up to a, a, a franchise almost two decades in the making. And here we are. We've between wow. us now watched all official fast and furious movies now here's that's not to say we might not have a little something a little spicy for you between now and our fast nine movie review which will come out around the time fast nine comes out sean you may have to wait because i think the uk gets it after the us and so we've got to coordinate but uh, we'll figure it out but we've caught up so i thought something a little special and who's to say Uh we we won't do this again but uh do you hear this little asmr Wow. We're cracking open the what? Coronas for this one. Oh, shit. <laughs> We're, and I'm just going to keep drinking till these movies start making sense, okay? The uh, best way to do it. He's taking a sip. It's like I'm at the movies. Oh, dang. He. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you put down like half that Corona. I'm proud I of you. I can do the whole thing. I'm, I'm a coward. I don't. <laughs> So full disclosure, I don't really drink. In fact, and neither do the I. blokes live a pretty uh, cottagecore clean lifestyle. <laughs> uh, but uh, but I thought it's a special him, day. Him taking half that Corona to the head was like somebody putting down a full bottle, bottle of Jaeger. Yeah. So it's no. Listen, it's I'm no impressive. Vin Diesel. I'm sure the man. I got that's. I got to remember to hold it like Vin Diesel you have by to hold the, the neck. Yeah. See, so you didn't hold it correctly. Neck. I think you need to take another sip the Vin Diesel way. Let's do it right here. Yep. Hand on the the top of the bottle. Wow. Oh, my God. He finished it, people. He... Wow. That one was for you, Vin Diesel. Diesel. (laughs) (laughs) Not gone, but occasionally forgotten. I love you, man. Uh, So, that that kicks things off pretty well. I'm going to feel that in a bit, because I haven't really drank anything all locked down. This is going to be a tight podcast. Ooh, it's going to be a good one. Uh, but before I guess we jump into being fast and furious, Sean, what's what's been going on in your life? Dude, just a bunch of radness, uh, a bunch of insane stunts, and great music. I've got a wreck for you right off the top. Please. The Linda Lindas. The Linda Lindas? The Linda Lindas. It's a punk rock girls group out of no, L.A. Is this- you sent me this video? The, is this these yep, girls? Dude, they, I wanted to talk dude, about this, they man. They are rad. They are so sick. Uh, they've got my fi- my favorite song by the Linda Lindas mm. is called uh, Sexist Racist... What yeah. it? No, Sexist I'm, Racist I'm Boys, fucking, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, it's great. They, they are a vibe. Uh, they are named after the... There's a song, a Japanese punk rock song called Linda Linda. 
I be, uh, by the blue the blue hearts yeah the blue hearts and it's uh so they took their their they got their name from that that single by the blue hearts and uh, <clears throat> sorry which one of us has just it, knocked back a corona sean geez i know i'm <laughs> i've been drinking water all day um <laughs> So yeah, give them a listen. Uh, they're wonderful. They're also in a Netflix original movie called Moxie. Yeah, I'm seeing that. Yeah, they they have a little live performance. Uh, the the performance is very much uh, School of Rock vibes, but they're like way more hardcore and awesome. Yeah. Than School of Rock. Uh, what have I been uh, watching, listening to? Um... New clipping album, pretty good. Enjoying that. Right. And uh, that Tim Heidecker comedy special that came out a little oh, while back. So good. I, I, I highly recommend it. If you just want an hour of a dude like bombing and doing like his take on conservative comedy, it's a real treat. It's a real treat. Uh, he's, he's great. I love Tim Heidecker. I love the Tim and Eric show. Great job. Yeah, yeah, man. That's what I've been about. Uh, I think those are two solid recommendations right there. We're killing this one. This one's... Uh, <laughs> I think we'll this get is, the Webby for this one. Oh, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> we're we're peak blokes right now. Peak franchise boys. You want to do a little thing we call things we learned from last time? Things we... Uh, what have I learned? I've le- Sean, there's a lot to discuss, but uh, I think I'm going to keep my hand close to my chest for a little bit. Uh, okay. Because I've learned... A lot about the behind the scenes of Fast and Furious. Ooh. So, Sean, you you go. What have you What have you been okay, learning? I got I got a couple. So, let's start with Corona. The beer. The beer. Oh wait. Universal. One second. Sean. One second. <laughs> let's open another one. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast right, is not right, brought to you go. by Corona, but goddamn, we wish it was. You know. Hey, you know what's funny? Universal, great segue, Universal is featuring Corona for free in all their Fast and Furious movies. So there is no ad money coming from Corona to have the beers in the movie. Tell me why, Sean, while I open this Corona. Because Vin Diesel said so. Holy shit. He just genuinely loves Corona. I think so. I I just kind of made that up, but I'm pretty sure it just came down to, like, you know, Vin Diesel would just only drink, or Dom... Dominic Toretto would only drink Corona because that's the character he is, and yeah. so they just went with it. Seems like someone could be making money there. Like, so, <laughs> it, it wasn't a huge. Uh, yeah, it was a multi-million-dollar deal in in Fast uh, Seven. Seven. Yeah, seven. The it Budweiser came back. one. Yeah. No, seven. Corona came back Wait. in a big way. Furious Seven, which was the last one I Sorry, watched, is right. what we discussed Six. prior. Uh, yeah. In six, they had Budweisers at the end shot, yeah, yeah. and I think they had a deal there, maybe. But yeah, Corona was featured for free until I guess seven, or maybe it was, it was a, still. I thought it was a big payout for seven. Listen, we can fact check all this, but not today. Maybe not, not ever. Today. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if, if you want to fact check us, why don't you just why don't you do it yourself, and why don't you? Uh, at us at lights.cameras.blokes at Instagram. Slide into our DMs and tell us how much we screw that one up. Yeah, uh, but but go out and buy a, a, a four-pack. I got a four-pack of Corona here. I don't know how many I'll make it through, uh, but I'm, I'm going to keep drinking until I find the entire fast cast 
very attractive. <laughs> you know, there are some straddlers <laughs> at the moment, but I'll get there. <laughs> sure. I just screen grab Ned, gurping a beer. I love this. You can definitely use that one against me. Uh, Sean, how do you want to go about this? Because uh, we swapped... Well, four and five. No, when, when four, we did four, four and five, and five four we and five. swapped, we switched it up. I went first, uh, and then we reverted to normal last time. How do you want to go this time? We could play it either way. Hobbs and Shaw is really a spinoff. There's, there's really like, uh, I've, I've written down footnotes. I thought it'd be funny me like reciting it, you know, a little tipsy off the, uh, the Corona. Four point five percent. That's, you know, that's not bad. But, but how do you want to go about it? Who, who, who wants to go first? Let's let's you know to keep the consistency. Let's let's start with eight. I'll go first. Okay, I'm excited. And then that'll also mean you need to keep drinking beers the whole way through, so you're still tipsy to give those lines. Oh, by the time we get to Hobbs and Shaw, I'll be incomprehensible. Actually, I want to set a set something up now, uh, which is it's not Hobbs and Shaw, and we cannot refer to it as such. The movie's Official title is Fast and Furious pres- Presents Hobbs and Shaw, okay? So I'm calling this episode The Franchise Boys Present Fast and Furious <laughs> Presents Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> and I'm not even drunk Wonderful. yet, so get excited for when I am. Go for it, man. Um, talk to me about it. Yeah, eight. let's do this. <clears throat> so before I talk to you about eight, I, I need to talk to you about Tokyo Drift. Because uh, I forgot to mention that my sister would crack up every single time DK's goon lost in Tokyo Drift. And I could have sworn I said this in our commentary track. I didn't. But there's a scene where the goon loses in Tokyo Drift. Mm -hmm. um, And he starts screaming and going insane. If you throw that on at any time of the day, my sister will will crack up. And I told her I would put that at the top of the show. So there you go, Kara. I shouted you out. You like that scene. Well done. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Kara, for watching. Thank you for being a listener. Uh, big up, big up your sister. Big up. Um, really, your friends have carried this show for us. I think my friends, you know, if I can call them friends, have, have abandoned Dang, me. Dang, throwing shade. Yeah. That's, uh, t- to be clear, that's one beer and, and like, a, a third in, and uh, and I'm already... You're already I'm, getting sad. I'm already All right, sad. Let's- Let's go. Let's go. Talk to me. Eight. So <clears throat> we start off in Cuba, Havana. Yes, finally. Hella ass shots, dude. Right off the start. Just ass. Oh. You know how we, we've been having a lot of these ass shots? It's it's here in full force again. We uh open in Cuba. Dom and Letty are out and about. They're having the the time of their life. And uh a guy runs up. And tells Dom, your cousin's in trouble. Come help out. Dom goes over and he sees his cousin. He's in trouble with this hunk of junk car. There's this There's this other guy who's, um, you know, kind of causing trouble with his cousin. And in order to kind of squash the beef, Dom says, we're going to race to save the cousin's car. Because it's basically getting impounded by this guy. So Dom uh, says, I'm going to race you. There's this little back and forth because Dom has this really nice car, but Dom ends up saying, no, I'm going to race you in my cousin's car. And the, the car is just look like it's about to, you know, fall apart, right? It, it looks terrible. I'm going to race you in this car and I'm going to beat you. The cousin's like, don't do it. He's got the fastest car in all of Cuba. You don't, you know, you don't know what you're doing. And then 
this was just the kind of set the pace for the movie. Dom's like, no, I know what I'm doing. He's like, we need to make this car lighter. And the cousin's like, huh? And he just starts ripping off panels of this car. He rips off the panels from the front, the back. He takes out the seats and he just makes this rat car like just real. It's just an engine, basically. And then he he I, I enjoyed this scene. I like really enjoyed this scene. He he gets a can of Coke and he pops off the, the top of the Coke. And he's like, this is the poor man's turbo. And he puts a little string on the, the can of Coke top and he puts it to this uh like I think it was a, a gas line or a power line, whatever, and he puts it on there. So you put the string in the car, and then when you want to go fast, you pull it, and then it injects a bunch of air. It's a it's a good scene. So there's this this chase or this really long drive. There's this really long race through uh, Havana. It's going crazy. You know, Dom Dom's losing a little bit because uh, he's in a really bad car. But then at the end, he just pulls the pin, boosts off, and then his car catches on fire, and he's still driving it. And it, he's slowing down, but he can't see, and then he's getting caught up to. He throws the car into reverse and wins the race as the flames are flying in the opposite direction, not in his face anymore. And then he jumps out of the car, and it crashes into water, and he wins the race. It's just, like, I thought this was one of my favorite scenes from, like, driving, uh, it was it was a pretty cool scene. Can I say? Can I? Yeah. Right off yeah. the bat, that feels a bit classic Fast and Furious. It feels like a that was like a street it, race. It right? was a full on street race. Like it was it was there. They were racing for pinks. Like it was. Really? For, it was back I to never basic. thought we'd see it right. again. <laughs> yeah. No, it was great. And uh, in the end, Dom says, "You know what?" Like he goes up to the guy. The guy has his keys in his hand. He's like, "You won it fair and square." Like, hey, you know what? cool we're, we're good and yeah. and dom goes you know what keep the car and then he gives his car to his cousin so like he gives dom gives his own car to his cousin it's just this like kind of cool family like family's important scene so that's that's the opening of fast eight we go back and now there's this i think it's the next day there's this woman she shows up and she's kind of fixing her car and she's fixing her car in front of dom's place Who's this Dom woman? Dom walks by. Who's this mystery woman? You know, we don't know yet. Dom goes over to help her, and um, he looks down. He's, like, messing with it, and he notices that she's removed something from the engine, and she's not actually in trouble. And he turns, and it's uh, Charlize Theron. She is this woman, and she goes, hey, I know what I'm doing. Uh, you're going to come work for me. We got I've been Charlize? watching you. We got Charlize yep. Theron in these in these movies now, with cars. We'll, we'll find out. It's like Mad Max. We'll find out. It it is kind of right. He is Mad Max. We'll We're find out. She she goes by Cipher, um, mm-hmm. but of course, she hands him the phone, and it is basically her saying, "Hey, I have some blackmail on you or something. Uh, we don't know what's on the phone, uh, but you're gonna come work for me. I need you to go up against your own team to stop them." to get what I want, basically. Uh, and Dom's really in a, you know, he's in a real predicament here. You can tell it on his face. He's like, oh, I don't know. So, <laughs> <laughs> so they, then we get a nice cut and we see the face of Hobbs. He's back. And he's given the most intense speech ever. He is like 
going for it. Like the energy of Fast and the Furious 8 right now is just top notch. We've got fast cars and we've got Hobbs yelling. And it and turns out. I'm going to go Theron. Like, yes. But it, we're, we're killing the game, right? This is it's the a best fun fast time. movie so far. Yeah. Maybe it's the Corona speaking. I've just realized, Sean, we've been watching these movies all along. We should we be We might have been. We might have been. <laughs> but I'm still enjoying this one sober. So yeah, turns good, out. Good for you, man. He's given this crazy intense speech. How he wants to just, you know, you gotta, you gotta step on their throats. You gotta do this. You gotta do that. And he's given the speech to his daughter's soccer team. It's fine. And, it's a good reveal. It's a funny reveal. You know, it's a nice little reveal. Then they go and do the haka. Have you ever seen the haka? It's a, it's a Pacific Islander dance that they do. And you know, sometimes they'll do it in a rugby game. The, the All Blacks and New Zealand All Blacks will do the haka. In front of the teams, it's a it's a war dance. I believe um, they do it in Hobbs uh, and Shaw, not to give too much away. Ooh, okay. So they do the haka in front of this other uh, <laughs> girls' soccer team. They're all about I don't know ten, and the other girls' soccer team's like freaked out by it. Like they've got this massive WWE wrestler Hobbs just doing the haka in front of all these little girls. It's it's incredible. So the game's going on, and this government shill shows up at this game. And says we need jobs, and he's Who getting is it? all. Who's the government in, shill? Just some guy. It's oh. not. It's it's not. Yeah. I, I thought it might. It's not. So, <laughs> so they say we need you. He says no. They say please. He says mm, maybe. Uh, but then we cut back to Dom, and I guess the the government shills twisted his arm enough because Dom gets a call from Hobbs and says we need your help. So. Dom says, sure, I'll be there. Cut to Berlin. Huge explosion. Like, huge, right? We see a bunch of cars driving out of this explosion. We've got Roman. He's back. We've got Dom, of course. We've got Tej. Shout out, uh, Luda. We've got Letty. We've got Ramsey, who uh, you told me about. I didn't know about Ramsey yet, but Ramsey is in the car with uh, Tej. And we've got Hobbs. They're all driving out of this facility. They've got this like big thing in the back of Hobbs's car. This is embarrassing because clearly I told you about Ramsey. Who's Ramsey again? Wait, Re- you got this. Wait, I've got this. Maybe I've got this. Power through the Corona haze. You've got this, Ramsey. And I, I believe maybe we're getting this wrong. I think Ramsey was the person who did the Golden Eye or not Golden Eye. What's the the program? From that thing. Oh, from the seventh one? Yeah, from the seventh one. Yeah, yeah. God's God's Eye. God's something. Eye. God's Eye or whatever. She was the one that like made that, I think. Yeah, yeah. Tej, yeah, Tej no, and it's, Roman it's like, kind of have a crush the on actress's her. actress's name is like Nathalie something, right? Some, yeah, she's there. She's there. Cool, cool. She's, cool, she's cool. part of the ensemble now. Yep. They're all driving through this crazy uh, Berlin, I guess it's a weapons manufacturer or something. Um, but... As they're driving and escaping the the Berlin police, it wasn't Interpol, it's some some other offshoot. Dom's kind of acting weird. And Letty on as she's driving next to him goes, Dom, you good? And he says, Yeah. Like they're all kind of escaping. And he says, uh, he'll see everyone when it's done. And then Dom turns down and goes down the same street or like this road as as Hobbes. And then Dom crashes into Hobbs 
on purpose and wrecks Hobbs' car. And then Dom, as the car's flipping, stops his car, walks over to Hobbs' car and steals as an uh, it's an EMP device. That's what they stole. Uh, steals the EMP device out of the car and uh, Hob call Hob calls in like to the rest of the team. He's like, Dom just went rogue. Holy so, shit! Yep, yeah. So we've got we've got Dom. Is Hobbs okay? He's, is uh, Hobbs fine? Hob, he's a he's a big human being. He is fine. He's yeah. like chilling. He like he can't go after Dom because he's kind of like banged up, but like he's fine, completely fine. Um, Dom drives the car with the EMP onto the back of a moving plane and then just is ghost. So the whole, the whole deal was, uh, that government shill told Hobbs, you know, we can't really help you if, if you guys mess up this, this gig, cause like you're going and fighting or you're going and stealing from the, the German government. So if you're on your own, if you fuck this up, um, so now Hobbs is going to jail. Uh, Hobbs, Hobbs is in handcuffs. He's uh, in a jumpsuit. He's being arrested by German police. And then a guy that I didn't know about shows up. Mr. Nobody. Yes! Cut Russell! <laughs> yeah, he shows up. And he has his own goon now. So there's a Mr. Nobody. And then they, they have this like little joke throughout the movie about like this guy. Because he's, he's supposed to be like Mr. Nobody's like goon guy so they call him like mr i forget i forget the joke it wasn't that funny but okay he's okay. there too sure and, and do you think there's yeah. a, a mrs nobody i don't think so do you think there's a couple of little nobodies just the pitter patter of little nobodies <laughs> just, <laughs> running down the street just uh nobody one body one and two i don't mm. know maybe there could be i really don't think so though because this guy just he's an enigma i i don't even know if he exists he might be a a hologram for all I know. Can I just say, Sean, Kurt Russell's the best, man. <laughs> if you haven't seen The Thing, if you haven't seen Big Trouble in Little China, if you haven't seen Escape from New York, these are classics, okay? These, like, Kurt Russell, and what I respect about Kurt Russell, and look, already, the drink. Already. it's The drink, it's the corona's in Lubricating me, the, the brain. It's lubricating the mind. <laughs> I'll be serious, Sean. It's it's the two Coronas speaking for sure. But you've never made more sense to me while describing a Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> I truly think the marriage of Corona and Fast and Furious. You tell me that like no one's paying any money. I now fully believe it. Like this is <laughs> this is the key to understanding these films, and only now are we unlocking it. Uh, this- yeah, yeah, this is like the scene stone. You know, this is this is the Mormon scene stones this that all make makes sense to me now. It makes sense now. Yeah, great. This is great. <laughs> well, Mister okay. Nobody shows up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> tells tells Hobbs, "We're gonna get you out of jail. Just come work for me." Hobbs, like, "No way, dude. I'm not working for you. Screw off." And and because Mister Ho- Mister Nobody shows up before he kind of gets placed into the German jail. I think it's a German jail, the jail, whatever it is. And so Mister Hobbs, like. You know what? We'll see. We'll, you know, have fun in jail. Hobbs is placed in the same jail right across. Like, he can see him right across. And the other cell is Shaw. And now this is the <gasps> other Shaw. Yeah. So we, we start With the other seeing... Shaw? What Shaw? You mean so, Deckard Shaw? Jason Statham, right? Yes, Jason Statham. 
Excellent. In 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 the in the cell, shit start shit talking ensues. They are just going back and forth, yelling at each other. Uh, Hobbs is talking about how he would beat the crap out of Shaw. Shaw's like, if I had you one on one, I'd kill you. And it's just like, okay, this is this is insane. First of all, Hobbs yeah. would definitely kill Shaw. Like he could step on him. But I I suspend disbelief. I I suspend uh, all reality. And think, okay, maybe these guys are evenly matched. Who knows? Can we turn it to the audience? Like, who would win between... Who? Because because on one hand, you're right, Sean. Yes. Like, yeah, it feels physically very obvious who's who's the more overpowering between Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Jason Statham. But I do... You know, Jason Statham does feel like a squirrelier, like, dirty fighter, you know. Whereas he, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is more of a classical kind of... yes. Yeah, uh, WWE kind of figure, you know. Uh, Here, here's what I would do if I was Jason Statham and I was in the fight with The Rock. I'd go yeah. for the knees. I start mm. kicking. I'd, I'd be kicking knees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's definitely shorter, you know, yeah. and not as fucking huge. But right, I think that right. could be to his advantage in a one-on-one. Just quick. Just can't catch me. And by the way, this bickering between Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, does it continue? You, I feel like you have spiritually watched most of Fast and Furious <laughs> Presents Hobbs and Shaw. Please continue, though. What do you think of Shaw, though? Because this is your first dose this of is Shaw. The first, this is, aside from the little scene that I've seen him uh, murdering Han, yeah. <clears throat> uh, which, <laughs> which I don't like. You're going to tear up. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. You know what? I will get, I will, at this point in the movie, I was just yeah. like, it's fine. Whatever. There is a point at, at, at the end of this movie that we will come back to this question. What do I think of Shaw? Because I needed a whole movie with him to understand and kind of suss out how I felt about Shaw. Yep, yep. So we go back, and now we see Dom and uh, Cypher on a plane together. Uh, they're kind of talking. Just, you know, a little exposition uh, How long is Charlize Theron's hair in this particular picture? Because I notice the, the hair length of Charlize Theron greatly impacts the kind of performance she's often going for. Is this a no really? Charlize Theron? Is no, this she a, has hair. An ear length Charlize Theron? Is this a down to the shoulders uh, Charlize Theron? Let me tell you. After I Google image search, uh, she's she's got a ponytail. Okay. Interesting. Past her, past her shoulders. Oh wait, no. I. Oh my god. She like has like faux dreads almost. Hello. She, what? She ha- <laughs> yeah. She has like tiny dreads, kind yeah. of. It's a weird situation going on. I. I don't know. Yeah. It, I'm excited. I, okay. I distinctly remember that looking at her hair and being like, "What is going on with her hair?" Because the top is like not dreaded, but then she's got like, like yeah. extensions that are dread. It's uh. Does it feel yeah. borderline appropriate? Whoa, that's weird. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Is this is the is it like is it problematic, Sean? Is it a little problematic? Out mm, of ten, like out of ten, out of ten. I think if you're looking close enough, it's problematic. But if you're just like, oh, it's Charlize Theron, and she's just like got long hair, and you don't notice it, it's like it's like a five. It's like. It's like a not five. a Justin it's Bieber. Neutral. Yeah. It's, you know, it it's uh yeah, it's okay. it's neutral. It just doesn't look good, honestly. She I I feel like she could have just gone short hair. I don't know. 
let's see, not get into talking about yeah, yeah. let's let's not go in talking about how this woman should look you know she wanted dreads for this movie she got them well maybe she wanted maybe someone wanted them uh i don't think any of us are debating uh both the looks of Shelley's theron and the talent of Shelley's theron which i don't feel are up for debate at this time uh but please continue sean <laughs> so uh they're on the plane we kind of have this little quick back and forth. Uh, I forget exactly what they talk about. It's not important because we go back to Hobbs and Shaw and they're still talking about who would win in a fight. And they're yelling through these, you know, massive doors. Um, and you know, Hobbs is picking up the desk that is in his, his cell and like curling it and just showing off his muscles. And then all of a sudden, Mr. Nobody opens the door like, from outside the jail and Hobbs is like I don't want to go like put it back and like we close the door and it, it seems like he's yelling into a camera so it seems like Mr. Nobody's doing this remotely you know he's he's hacking mm-hmm. the jail or whatever and then uh Hobbs doesn't want to do this but then chaos kind of kind of ensues because they open all the doors and then all the the guardsmen are just like coming in trying to like stop all the other prisoners and then and and then like Hobbs realizes Shaw is gonna break out. He realizes Sh- so Shaw his door hasn't opened because they want to keep Shaw in there. But during all of this, ha- uh, Shaw grabs like this taser, I guess, and opens his door somehow. It's kind of weird. But Shaw gets out and he's real quick. He's real fast. He's like jumping out and like swinging through things and he's parkouring everywhere uh and Hobbs is now chasing Shaw and beating up prisoners and beating up guards not prisoners mostly guards beating them up as he's trying to get right for the prisoners like yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) no he's just he's just fighting anybody that gets in the way so he he's trying to get to Shaw I, I do believe he does beat up one prisoner because there was this little altercation before basically like some guys like I'm gonna get you when you get out and then like he you know Hobbs is a big man so he fights him and he dismantles this man in like mere seconds mm-hmm. okay so Shaw and Hobbs get outside of the prison somehow they like they kind of in the chase get outside of the prison they're about to fight but then like these guards surround him and then mr nobody's there and he he's like you're coming with us like you got out of the prison you gotta go because you're gonna be screwed if you like stay here so mr nobody brings hobbs in and you see that he's already assembled the fast team so uh the fast team has been pulled out of whatever jails they were in and uh now mr nobody's there hobbs is there i assume they're all in america i'm sorry if i'm not I well, it's not really clear. They're kind of like in a black site, like they're just in this this room. I think they're in America. I can't I can't remember exactly, Uh, but it's not like super important to this. So we find out here that Dom is working for a woman named Cipher, and she's a digital terrorist who can control anything. She's just like, you know how you remember when um, uh, what's his name, Hobbs or Shaw's brother? Yeah. Well, apparently, like in in that movie, he was one step ahead. Well, like uh, Cipher, she's like twenty steps ahead. She's like even more of a villain. She's like, in fact, we find <laughs> you've out. You've got to realize what that- you've just asked me is: Do you remember the character from the movie you never saw? Do you remember what he was like? Yeah. No. Yeah. He, well, this was well, even worse. <laughs> 
<laughs> I've described him in full detail to you, so you yeah, better that, remember. I remember, of course. Yes. Oh wow, she's she, that bad. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. She. Okay. Thank you. Uh, she. She is just the digital terrorist of all digital terrorists. In fact, she's so bad that she was the one that uh, we find out sometime later. She was the one that brought in Shaw's brother to do the job that Shaw was doing in that movie. So like she's she's the puppet master and he was the puppet. Can I ask something, Sean? Just and yes. I don't want to give anything away. Uh, yeah. But does the does the organization does the name Etienne mean anything to you? Mm, no, maybe. Okay, 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 okay. No, ignore yeah, me for yeah. now. Ignore me. Okay, okay. Wait, that's a nice. I'm just. Uh, but keep talking. But I'm just so everyone knows. I'm opening uh, another Corona. Just so everyone knows. Okay. <laughs> this is great. This is great. Okay. So they're they're told Mr. Numberty comes in and he he's saying we're gonna go after this team. We gotta stop them. Shaw's brother was screwed over by Cipher. So all of a sudden Shaw comes in. He he walks in and Hobbs like I'm not working together with him. And Shaw's like I'm not working with him. But at the same time Shaw wants to do this because he wants to avenge uh, his brother's deal like downfall imprisonment whatever so we we see them in the black site the fast team is kind of talking and they're saying we need to figure out where dom is let's use god's eye to find dom so they use god's <gasps> eye and it came back. dom's in london but then he's also in Hong Kong, and he's in Tokyo, and he's in every major city. So it turns out God's Eye's not really working anymore. And Ramsey's protocol, or her program, is kind of obsolete. Um, but between Tej and Ra- Ramsey, they kind of geek out, and they fix God's Eye in, like, two minutes. They're like, oh, we, you know, we're going to hack it. Oh, n- now it's working perfectly. And so it was just like, a non-issue. It was a non-issue, but it leads <laughs> to this this kind of scene where they go, "All right, run the program again. Uh, run the program again." And they're like, "Huh, that's weird. Dom's in the building." And they're like, "Huh?" And then a huge explosion, and concussion grenades are thrown in, and Cipher and Dom walk in, and they steal God's eye. Um, and this this is crazy. They walk in. Everybody's on the ground. There's all the explosions. Uh, yeah. Everybody's kind of pinned into rubble, and they're just like ha- they have headaches from the concussion grenades. And Letty sees Dom, and she goes, "You're gonna turn your back on the family like that?" And Cipher turns and kisses Dom. <gasps> Sean, yeah. I know, crazy. In front uh, of Letty. In front of Letty. Oh so my goodness. Letty knows. This just this isn't Dom. Something's going on, right? You know, uh, at this point, what I, what I was thinking, clone. Like I was like, we're going clone. <laughs> we're going. You know, I was thinking like, or you robotic went right Dom. To clone? I, I went straight to like clone or robot Dom. Like I was like, it's gonna get crazy. I oh, was. Do you spo- think she like? Do they find you. him out by like? Like they offer him a corona and he's like, not really he's like, my drink. I will never have a corona. <laughs> <laughs> Alcohol is bad. We- <laughs> That's not dumb. <laughs> That's not dumb. He would have he would have gurped that corona right now. No, Can I just I say will spoil it. If- uh, it? He is not a clone. He is not a robot. But there is something else going on. So, can I guess? He, uh, sure, go for it. Uh, brainwashed. That's the other one. Other thought I was like, oh, did you, you know, what's going on? Hip, hip, hypnotics, you know, maybe. No, 
it's it's uh it's an interesting it's a it's an interesting thing that that she has over him and and letty knows she's like she might have something over dom and then there's the you know they kind of recover and they talk about let's bring in brian and mia and to help and this i think this line was kind of written in to just like call the back to them and they're like we agree we can't bring this. brian and mia in they just you know, say we can't we can't touch we can't that. do it and that's it yeah so they they kind of say we're gonna bring brian and me in and then i forget who says they're like we told them we we said we agreed we're not doing that so they're not bringing in brian and Mia. that's it because 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 paul walker's dead right yeah yeah rest in peace um, rest in peace paul yeah paul so rest in peace. <laughs> is there a little after credits like this one's for you paul again no, there there wasn't, and there wasn't even a end credit scene. So I was a little bummed on that. But I'm sorry to hear it. Yeah, um, this is where we find out what Cipher has over Dom. Oh shit! And we find out that can I Cypher guess? Has, can I guess? Yeah, let me yes, guess. Go ahead. Yeah, he, you. I, he hates yeah. Corona. He thinks it tastes like piss. Like warm piss. <laughs> Dude, that would have been so funny. They're like, we know you've been drinking this piss beer for so long. Uh, no, that, so that would have been... Yeah, no. As he takes another swig. I'm, I'm loving the fact that Dom, you've been gurping it with the, yeah, the yeah. Dom style. I I've been doing it. the Dom style. Can I speak briefly on Dom style? It sucks. Because you end up with a warm neck for your beer... Which uh, makes yeah. the beer warm. It's a dumb way to drink beer. I'm sorry, Dom. Let's see, do one more, one more gulp. Let's let's see it. <laughs> this is what this is that peer pressure my teachers you got told it. Drink, me. Drink, 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 drink. Ah, that's plenty of screenshots. Nice. Okay, that's one for you, Dom. That. that one is for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. I've also oh, got. A, I've also got some like cold chips here that I'm using to to strategically pad out the effects of of gulping coronas for for our american viewers those are french fries yeah for our american viewers fuck off with that okay these are (laughs) chips (laughs) yes okay um so you guessed that uh he drinks piss beer and hates it but that's not what he has uh blackmailing him cypher has kidnapped dom's old fling so uh, before, when Letty was supposedly dead, Dom went and was dating or in love with some woman. I forget her name. Some floozy. Is this the um, the the uh, Brazilian police yes, officer woman? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I forget back, her name. Is she? She's back, and she is in this plane in a plexiglass cell, jail cell, and okay. apparently that's what uh, Cipher showed dom on the on the the camera like the thing that she showed at the very beginning of the the movie not only has she kidnapped dom's old fling they had a kid together and she has dom's son she has dom's son so dom has a son and he is is the most insane fast and furious movie yeah you've like dude we're not even there yet dude it gets fucking (laughs) sick dude it's it's i'm like Tokyo Drift will forever be my favorite Fast and the Furious movie. Yeah, uh, but like, dude, I'm I'm getting kind of broed out now, like on Fast and the Furious movies. This one was getting crazy. So she reveals that 
you know, the uh, Dom's Flint. I need to look her name up. Jesus, I, this is, I'm so sorry. I am. I'm the one who am, should know it because I no, have seen her. I, like I did two not do my research. Now. I am doing the the franchise bros. The, fuck, <laughs> look at me. <laughs> Dude, I am doing the point, franchise boys. Dude, three Coronas in, we are the franchise bros. <laughs> Listen to us. This, this is a uh, podcast for like swaps. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> uh, dude, what is her name? Rhodes? Is her name? No. Ellen? Uh, L- uh, I don't know. I feel it starts with an E. Oh, yeah. Um, Ella, El- Elena. Right. That's, the, that's Elena. her. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Okay. So Elena's in this plexiglass prison with her son, with Dom's son, with their son. Yeah. And um, there's a little conversation, and Dom's like, I can't believe you didn't tell me I had a son. She said, you know, I was going to tell you, but, like, you went back to Letty, and, like, I wanted you to be happy because, like, you had something real with Letty, and, like, I understood that, and I was going to tell you, but, you know, I just... It seems like everything's copacetic, like, you know, all things are forgiven. Like, of course, you go back to Letty because she was, you know, your first love and you Mm. thought she was dead, but she turns out to be alive and like, you know, we're good. So like it it seems it seems like, you know, smooth sailing. This next line. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I was just like, I I wrote something down here. She goes, Dom, Dom, whatever happens, just save our son, your son. And at that moment, I knew she was going to fucking die. Like, I just, like, <laughs> they set it up. I was like, she's dead. She is just, she, the, the, I'm sorry, but, like, the rest of Fast and Furious 8, I, I enjoyed that line. Bad writing. You, you did not hide it. Like, the foreshadowing was just too apparent for me. Can I say I, a like, little? Honestly, yeah. I don't pick up on foreshadowing, ever. Like, I'm pretty bad at it. Like, I'm not that great at picking up on foreshadowing or motifs or anything like that. But like That's this, why you I and like, I have a film podcast. Show, <laughs> well, know. no, I, I see the fun and the enjoyment and the comedy mm. in it. You've got the motifs. You can break down the structures. You know, we're okay. a one-two punch. I'm I talking agree. about the I cultural agree. influence. You're talking about, you know... Uh, whatever it is that, you know, the yeah, If I can be shit. boring for a second, boring and yes. lame, uh, kind of lame that they did <laughs> uh, Elena like that. Like, you yeah. know, shove her in a plexiglass box and then kill her off as like, you know, the the carrot on a string for the plot. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. don't love yeah. it. It, it was kind of... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After seven, like, which felt like, you know, needlessly titillating, but also, like, you had some decent female characters in that. Like, uh, yeah. Kind of, mm, not feeling that, but so far, this is the best movie I've ever heard someone explain to me. So uh, <laughs> please continue. <laughs> so, uh, Dom, be- after she gives this wonderful line, gives her uh, his pennant cross and puts it above well he doesn't really give it to her he just puts his like his cross pennant that everybody seems to get in fast and furious like everybody's just been sharing this cross pennant he puts it on top of the jail cell so that like the kid can see the the cross pennant like in front of his his little uh prison yeah i don't know um can I say I am imagining Dom's kid as like he's got a shaved head and he's yeah. like I live my life a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> you know, like it's all about family. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
that's exactly what I'm imagining. Yeah, it's it's spot on. It looks like him. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe ba- babies all look like Vin Diesel. Um, all right, so that's the fast funny. team. I'm sorry, man. I was on mute and I keep going on mute because like. I'm trying not to burp into the camera every no, two seconds. No, that's the. But that was fucking the... funny. It's all I'm. Listen, I'm just. I came back just to say that's fucking funny. Okay. All babies do look like Vin Diesel, <laughs> and Vin Diesel does look like a big scary baby. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, so the fast team is now in New York, and um, because Dom is going to New York, they. I think that's where they're going. Um, anyway. Dom's being real sneaky. He's driving through the city, and Cypher is watching him. Um, the, I haven't really explained it that much, uh, but Cypher and Dom's relationship is kind of like Dom is doing the job just to do the job because he's got a kid in prison and a you know a former lover that was in prison, and he's just doing that, and he kind of hates Cypher. Uh, there's all this like back and forth that I've kind of cut from our s- script here, but... Uh, Cypher is just constantly watching Dom and making sure he does exactly what she says, even though she kind of also says like, you want to do this. Like you, she's gaslighting Dom the whole time, but like Dom's not falling for it. Um, but does he not kind of like, is this not maybe we, we go to motifs and themes and shit here. Uh, I hope, wait, 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 before you even say this, before you even say this, I, I, I wonder if you can guess the reasoning. Because I feel like you're you're close. Why do you think? Yeah. Why do you think uh, Cipher says he wants to do this? Uh, I don't think I've got the literal reason, but I'm thinking yeah. that you know, it, Dom is a man of like fifty thousand one last jobs, and like he clearly loves the chaos and the violence of it, and maybe that. Dude, you I'm were thinking. like that. You were like spot on, basically. <laughs> he just says like. Like, she just says um, he, he lives his life a quarter mile at a time. And, like, you're all <laughs> yeah, about, yeah, like, yeah. this family. And, like, but really, you just like the chaos. You like the, like, you yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It, dude, see? This is what I'm fucking talking about. There you go. All right, sick. There you go. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, Dom, Dom's being real sneaky, driving through the city. And Cypher's watching him with God's eye because they've stolen it, right? Oh, right. So the the fast team doesn't have God's eyes. So I forget how they find out he's going to New York. They just know he's I going to I don't know why they can't have more than one God's eye. They've got the programmer <laughs> of God's eye. Yeah. They've got Tej, who apparently is a master hacker. Yeah. Even though yeah. when he was introduced, he owned like a body shop in LA. <laughs> like that was... Master hacker. Not Miami. He got on, I'm those, sorry. Dude, but... he, he got into the master class, um, the master class oh, yeah. shows, you know? Um, yeah, if you yeah, want yeah, yeah. a masterclass discount, uh, lights, cameras, go fuck yourself at, uh, <laughs> at masterclass and it will, it, it will do nothing. So uh, anyway, back, back to fast eight. <laughs> Dude, if Ludacris was giving a masterclass on hacking, I'd be there, man. Fucking day one. Uh, <laughs> oh God. All right. I could. I almost didn't get that one out. <clears throat> no, it was fucking good. You're on fire today, man. Go keep keep going. Yeah, Tell let's me about keep going. Fast Eight. So they're in New York. Dom's being sketchy. Cipher's watching through God's eye, and then Dom parks his his car. He hits a little button on the on the car, and he's like, "Oh, I'm talking talking to the camera that um, 
Cypher's watching through. Because Cypher is always in the, the, the plane. She's always flying around in this plane. And he's like, hey, my, my car is cutting out. I need to check it. So he drives into this alleyway, and he perfectly positions his car so that he puts up the hood of his car to look into the engine and see what's going on. Then a car backs up perfectly in view of another camera and cypher this whole time has a whole team that's kind of just like going going trying to figure out where dom is and like she's like tap into that camera look into this camera see where i want a visual on him and they can't get it quite and they're like trying to bounce like they're trying to look at reflections to see dom but he's got all these angles cut off and we see he runs into a pub so like Sorry, no where cameras is he catch him. him. What, what countries he, he in at the moment? He is in New York. He is in New York. Got it. The USA. He runs into a pub bar. Sorry, runs into a bar, and uh, there's a British woman who's sitting at the bar, and he says he can help her. And it's kind of like this quick exchange. She's like real, um, you know, like I don't want to be here. Crouch, like kind of like grouchy British woman, but she has like bodyguards around her, and then. Um, can I guess who it is? Okay, I won't. I won't tell you because I I have to save this for later. But I won't tell you if you get it right. Go ahead. Okay, it, I'm guessing the woman you're talking about, old grouchy British woman, is Helen Mirren, uh, the actress who is playing Shaw's mother. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, there's not many British characters in Fast and the Furious, so it would be. So I'm guessing they're related. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to wait and find out. So, uh, sorry. Um, while he's in the bar, does he get a drink, Sean? I got to. He does not. He does not get a Corona. But no. what would he get? He would get a Corona. You say. I'm going to open yeah. another Corona, <laughs> 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 and we'll pretend he got a Corona. Nice, nice. Uh, okay. In that bar. Okay. Love it. I want to hear the sound of oh, you yeah, cracking you that. Hit, yeah, you, you got it. Sound yeah. This one, of course. There you go. Lovely. All right, so he he Lahine. is in the bar, and uh, he talks to her real quick, hands her something, and then he leaves. There's a bunch of action, and he gets back to the car before the other car drives away, and then he closes the hood, and he's like, look, a spark plug. Like, this is what was messing up with it, and then he gets back in the car. So all good. Uh, Cypher is a little suspect, but she's not um she's not completely fooled that nothing went on but she at the same time has no reason to believe anything's going on mm-hmm. so now hobbs and shaw back in uh, yes, new york my boys th- they they are like kind of becoming friends a little bit they're like Frenemies. they're bickering Frenemies. still but they're like you know they're broing down a little bit and now we're in this like big we're in this big i think it's a repossession like i want to say it's the not the military but it's like police or federal cia repo um hangar where there's all these cars that they repossess so like they get the pick of the cars and um mr nobody's there the whole team's there and this is where hobbs and shaw are kind of becoming friends they're there to try and go get dom right so they they're picking out their cars and whatever cypher's team all of a sudden starts hacking all these self-drive, I guess, all these cars that have computers in them, um, and starts driving these cars in New York all around the city, causing chaos. Um, and they're doing this because there's a motorcade that's driving a Russian diplomat with a suitcase handcuffed to his hand. The cars are going crazy. There's all this um, chaos going on. Cars smashing into cars, um, and 
then they have a scene where they drive all these cars out of a, a window. So it's like a showroom, but all the cars just drive off of um, a showroom. And then all these cars on top of that showroom from a parking lot start driving off into an, the street below. And this is what stops the motorcade and um, the Russian diplomats like limo. Dom shows up and he's got this big old chainsaw, like this crazy mask on. And he is walking over like over all these messed up cars and he's like cutting through the car to get to the Russian diplomat and um, finally he gets the case from the the Russian diplomat and it's a it's a nuclear launch code case basically it's like it's like what we call the the I think it's like the football or something like that in uh, the US for the American nuclear, nuclear launch codes is that so, a real thing? You call it's it a real football? thing. Yeah, so they have the it's called the football and the biscuit. The football is like the briefcase huh. that is goes every basically if the US president is in like anywhere in the world, he's got to have his finger on the button, man. He can blow shit up at any moment. And apparently Russia does too. So, Dom has secured this this football and uh he's going to use it for for bad. He's going to give it to Cypher. But before that could happen... Hold up! Yeah. Dom, to save his child and a woman in a plexiglass block by a box, uh, is going to hand over nuclear launch codes to a terrorist Ned, organization. Have you not fucking listened to anything I've said for the last, what, four Four episodes of the Franchise Boys. It's about family, Ned. It's his son. It's the closest blood. It's about family. He could give a (laughs) shit about his old fling. He's got a son now. Like, so yes, he will nuke the world for his son. Okay. But we'll see. See if that happens. I'll drink to that. (laughs) I mean, there's a fast nine. Unless they go back in time again, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe he nuked the world. That's my prediction, by the way. Uh, we'll get to it, but my prediction of where can they possibly go next? Uh, there'll be a time travel movie, but go on. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm. I'm game for a Fast and Furious time travel movie. Um, so Dom is is fleeing the scene with the, the the launch, the nuclear launch codes, and he's in a really crazy souped up car. I didn't look up what car it was. It's at at this point, it's just fast. Um, I stopped giving a shit about what yeah, cars they it, were driving it, off to, like, Fast Five. Like, <laughs> there's, there's only a couple of cars that just, I'll call out here. But um, yeah. Dom is cornered by the Fast team, and here's where I will call out the car. They had my car, the car I drive in real life. He, oh, shit. In the Fast and the Furious. I was hyped. I was like, yo, that's my car. But guess what? Did you take what? pictures? I took some photos. It'll be on our Instagram at lights.cameras.blokes. This car, the Subaru BRZ, is driven by Mr. Nobody's goon, and it gets wrecked immediately. Like, within the first 30 seconds of seeing it, it gets wrecked. And I'm like, damn it. (laughs) Like, it's gone. But, hey, you win some, you lose some. BRZ is still a great car. That's pretty great. That's pretty great. Big old chase ensues. Dom loses the briefcase to Letty, uh, but then corners her. There, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on. It's been an hour. We've been talking about this movie. I'm not like I'm. I'm like halfway through. So corners Dom. Uh, or sorry, Dom loses the briefcase. Letty gets cornered, 
And then, uh, you know, they're looking at each other. It's kind of crazy. Uh, Letty's like, you're not going to shoot me, Dom. But then Cypher's goon, so another goon, runs up and takes the case from her. And so, like, the, the, the situation that's happening is they're in, like, an alleyway. And Cypher's watching all of this. The goon takes the case. Then Dom kind of wasn't going to hurt Letty. And that's why Cypher sent in the goon. And now back in the in the plane, Cypher's like, you weren't going to do your thing. You weren't going to, like, give me the codes. You were going to let Letty get away with the codes. I had sent in my goon. Well, guess what? I've got to teach you a lesson. And he executes Dom's old fling in front of Dom. You called it. I called it, man. I knew it. That was great That's foreshadowing. That's awful. How... how uh... How graphic is that? What do, what do they show? It's, do they you, cut away? You hear a bang? They cut away. Yep, exactly. Yeah, uh, you don't even yeah, see yeah, the yeah. body. So it, that's the other thing. You don't see the body, so we don't know if she actually died. Well, that's a, no one in these fucking movies stays dead. Like, yeah, I could know, see she's like, oh, she, yeah. Fast f- 15. Right. Like, oh, my so, God, Elena's back. Elena actually dodged the bullet and pretended to be dead. and then no, But the baby's still alive, so... Dom's happy. Um, oh, is the kid a baby? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So apparently, Dom has stopped two of Cypher's teams. I don't. So she stopped. He he stopped the Shaw team, the first Shaw team, and then there was another team. I'm guessing it might have been your movie, uh, Fast Seven, but I'm I'm not 100 percent sure. Oh, did you uh, want answers there? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just reading this next line, and it's uh, okay. <laughs> it's we're gonna stop World War Three basically because of the nuclear things, and it's like you're you going to saddle up, you're gonna saddle up and save the goddamn world? Question mark Hobbs. Yeah, I don't know. It, it like it just gets kind of crazy from here because now I, I think we called it not called it, but you, in one of our predictions, you had a prediction that you wanted to see. Some cars underwater. Sean! (laughs) We're in Russia, and they've got a Russian sub, and they've carjacked (laughs) a Russian submarine. So, Ned, you were right. Cars underwater. We're in snowy Russia. They've got a submarine. Cypher is is taking it for a joyride. She is still controlling it from somewhere else, but it's it's as close as we're going to get to cars underwater now. No, that's um, amazing. That yeah. and look, we've had cars in the sky. We've had yep. cars underwater. I believe that was verbatim my requests. Yeah, and, <laughs> uh, and we're doing you. we're doing great. So now, Cipher's team's in Russia. The fast team is now going to Russia, and they're like on a Russian base. It's all snowy. Crazy stuff just starts happening. Like there's these Russian terrorists that are shooting at everybody, and. There is a moment in in this scene where the fast team is fighting against all these Russian terrorists and then like driving kind of crazy and they've got assault rifles and it was just insane to see like Letty holding this massive assault rifle just shooting at these Russian terrorists and I'm like thinking back to the first Fast and the Furious and like they're racing for pinks and she's just like (laughs) stealing DVDs. Like they're like stealing Panasonic DVD players. I'm like, this is <laughs> this is what two decades gets you, you know? Like, like it's perfect. <laughs> Letty is turned into this like assault rifle toting chick, and she's like badass, and like she was still badass in the first. I don't know. It it was just funny. So sounds amazing. Sounds amazing. Um, 
they're arming the nuclear weapons, but somehow the fast team stops uh, the the submarine from shooting off the nukes. So now what they're going to do is like this cipher is sending the submarine out with with the nuke because it somehow if like they can get it to open water like it's fine they're kind of in this harbor um that has like a bunch of frozen water so they're gonna like dive the submarine's gonna go under the frozen water and then hopefully get out now the fast team realizes this and they start driving to the the sea lock like the the end of the harbor over the frozen water to stop the sub this is like kind of a crazy scene this is like yeah it's it's pretty pretty intense roman i i kind of lied but not really roman drives his car into the water but like he's the first dude to, to have a car in the water in fast and furious but he's kind of like getting screwed like he's about to it's about to go down tej shoots like this grappling hook into the to the side of the door and tells roman to hold on to the door panel and then rips the door panel off of the car and like roman's sliding around it was kind of a fun scene like Roman isn't as offensive in Fast 8. Yeah, as that's he's what I was going to ask. Previ- yeah. You haven't talked about how awful Roman's been. His, yeah. his jokes have been, like, not great, but, like, he's just, he's taken a backseat to all of this. I think that they, mm-hmm. there's a temperature check in the fast riding team's, uh, you know, cubicles, yeah. and they're like, maybe we calm down with Roman a little bit. And, uh, yeah, so this one's a, a little less Roman-y. Excellent. Um, Excellent. Yeah. So here's the scene I was talking about, and this is where um, I will I will tell you my my feelings of of Jason Statham's character. All right, the Shaw brothers skydive into Cipher's plane, so they they jump out. We find you know the Shaw brothers have reunited somehow. Oh um, shit! It's like Lucas we, Black, right? It's the it's, uh, no no Lucas Black, Black is Black. Sean from Talk, Tokyo Drift. Do not confuse him. Oh shit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, what's Decker? Uh, Decker is is Jason Statham, and then um, the Shaw oh, brothers are man. back together. That's what's important, Sean. You know, yeah, they're 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 back together, um, and this is where we kind of see the like the reveal a little bit, the Ocean's Eleven reveal um, that Dom was talking to Shaw's mom, and nailed so it. That was, Got it right, Ned. You nailed it. That was Shaw's mom. At one point in the little heist of the nuclear codes, Dom shoots uh, Shaw, Deckard, uh, Jason Statham, but it was kind of all of an act. Like, he shoots him to get the case back because Shaw Shaw stole the case at one point, shoots him to get the case back, but, like, Dom shot him in the shoulder or something, and then the guy... Oh, the two guys um, that speak Spanish that are in the beginning of one of your movies, Rojas... I forget it, their names. They never really say it in my movies. Um, they were the ones that pick up Shaw and then like put him in. So he gets shot and then an ambulance comes and they're in the ambulance and they pick him up and they put him in the back. But like it's all it's all like a you know a hoax. They go and take him to his brother. So now the Shaw brothers are reunited and the, uh, Shaw's mom was in the back of that car and like tells her, tells him the plan. Like, this is what you guys are going to do. I get like Dom's giving me this tracker and the tracker is this little thing that Dom gave her in that, that bar and the tracker. Remember I, 
I kind of duped you here, Ned. Remember how I said it was real dumb that, like, Dom was putting his cross pennant in front of this jail for his baby? Holy shit, it was a tracking device. It was a tracking device. Dom put a little (laughs) tracking device into the pennant, and that's how they're going to figure out where Cypher is. So that happens. And remember the guy that Dom beat in the race at the beginning of the movie? Guess who was blocking the cameras for him in New York when Dom went to go and do his little conversation with the Shaw Shaw mom? It was that Mm. guy. It was the guy that he beat in the race in in Cuba. So it all comes together. It's a very nice little Ocean's Eleven moment. It's like a mini Ocean's Eleven moment. Not bad. So now let's get get to... I think this might be my favorite part of the movie. And it's kind of dumb, but it's kind of cool. It's 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 Jason Statham and he saves Dom's son. Breaks in there. He's like kicking down doors and he gets the baby and he has it has the baby Dom's son in this little carriage. And he see the first thing he does, he looks at Dom's son and this might just be me being an American just loving Jason Statham being real British. Looks at the baby and goes, "All right, Gavna." And then like <laughs> A couple minutes later, he goes, all right, little man, this might be a little scary, but it's going to be a lot of fun. And then he just starts kicking ass. Like, he is beating everybody up on the plane. He's, like, putting the baby down and, like, beats a dude up, slides the baby across. He puts, like, uh, a little bit of head. He puts these noise-canceling headphones on the baby. He's like, how's the music? And he turns up the music, like, on, like, a iPod or something. And, like, What's the baby's the music? just, like... I don't know. It's just some some action music. Probably something from yes. um, the dude who does the scores. Tyler. Ugh, forget his name. Oh, my God. Doesn't matter. The They're creator. kicking ass. And, like, okay. it's just, it's, 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 like, a great scene. And I, at this point, I was just, like, I thought this, like, Jason Statham as Shaw with the baby is, like, a million times funnier than anything that's happened in all of Fast and the Furious. Like, like the way they wrote that scene, I was just like, this is good. This is like pretty cool. You know, like it's a funny little scene. uh, Jason Statham has like, I think, you know, he's done, uh, what is it? Snatch. He's in, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's in like Uh, lock stock and two smoking barrels. He's in like all those kinds of movies where he classic British. He's got like, he's got like this comedy that he does really well. Like, uh, what's the, the one where he like has to shock himself. Crank. Crank. Like there's some comedy in there where he like does some, like it's over the top and just like showboaty. almost. it's, Mm. it's that. And it was like, okay. Like that was a good scene. So, Back to Russia. They are trying to launch torpedoes at the sub now. It's getting crazy. The sub has breached the ice and it's just like crushing through the ice. The fast team's driving side by side. Then we find out, or Dom finds out, because he's kind of watching this all from the sides. He finds out that Shaw has the baby. Shaw, Shaw has secured his son. So we're good to go. And now Dom turns on all the cypher people and he just starts beating up everybody. And now he's driving towards the fast team. Fast team's all excited about it. And these heat-seeking missiles have launched at the fast team. And Dom kind of tells them to go off in one direction. He take he drives his car 
because his driving skills allow him to drive so fast and so furious, he guides the missiles, the heat-seeking missiles, in a circle back into the submarine. He crashes his car in the process. <laughs> Huge explosion. Dom is thrown from the car. The fast team surrounds him in the cars and block him from the explosion. And fuck, man. It was just like, that was the scene. Uh, we go back to the Cypher plane. Cypher... Amazing. is doing a little monologue with Shaw and she escapes with from the plane with a parachute. It is bullshit. Uh, but Letty and Dom are reunited. They embrace. Um, they've stopped the threat. They've been cleared of all charges. Hobbs, Hobbs becomes a police officer again, but he doesn't really want to be a police officer again, so he doesn't. Uh, he turns uh, turns down the officer. He turns down the offer to be a police officer. I put here, I forgot about this. The baby looks a lot like Dom. It looks exactly like <laughs> Dom. They did a great casting job. Guess what his name is? His name is fucking Brian. Uh, Dom has a hey. baby named Brian. Yeah, shout out Paul Walker. They all sit down to have a dinner. We pan over the table. The family's there. They're drinking Coronas, but guess what? There's fucking Budweiser on the table too, and it's the majority Budweiser. of the shot. Dude, And but there's Corona. <laughs> Oh, there is. And oh, thank goodness. There's one or two. Okay. And that's it. That's Fast 8, dude. No end clip. It's That was it. Sean, I'll, I'll reiterate, okay? Four Coronas in. That sounds fucking great. And I... Listen, we've been talking a lot about these movies. We've been explaining them as we go as a kind of substitute for needing to watch all of these but if you do go in, if you do watch Fast and Furious, if you're going to the cinema to enjoy Fast and Furious 9, you've got to crack open a few Coronas, okay? Because I've just had the best of times, all right? This film sounds sick. I wrote, I wrote this a while ago uh, after watching this. And so, so let me just kind of briefly go through this. Yeah. I think we've kind of been rough on the Fast series. Like, we've we've uh been pretty critical of it and there are a lot of things that are just like problematic or or just like not great right but like as these movies progress i think fast nine we might see more of what was going on in fast eight um and it, it's just like it's just a good popcorn movie and i think it's just like it's i get now why people like this series and i get why people like enjoy fast and furious and we're not like I'm not talking down to anybody that likes this this series. If if you've thought that, that is not the case at all. Tokyo Drift is legitimately one of my favorite movies. I think the key to these movies is like it's the ridiculousness and like the over the topness. Now, like maybe not the first movie, but now it's just like how crazy these movies get. It's it's much like McDonald's, right? Like sometimes you just want to eat some fast food, right? Yeah. And and that's what this series is. It's a fast franchise. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's it's fast food movie style. I will say earnestly, Sean, that as someone who loves watching films and thinking about films and reading into films and wants to do a film podcast and wants to talk about Beat Takeshi uh, and Jackie Chan movies <laughs> and uh, and weird, um, you know, got a cookery weirdness. Like, like there's there's so many 
things a film can be. It can be a, a heady cerebral experience, and that can be fantastic. But there's like a genuine place for popcorn, like entertainment, like entertainment as a as a as a theme and a motif and as uh, as an aesthetic. Like having fun can be the purpose of a movie, and that's not a belittling thing that's like i i I completely agree with you i completely agree with you sean because furious seven left me like this is so dumb i'm having some fun you know fast and furious eight fate of the furious uh sounds like that kind of tenfold uh and maybe it's because i'm trying (laughs) but it it genuinely sounds like a ton of fun Um, it was it was a good time yeah yeah, I, I I completely agree with you. If you just want to have some fun, this isn't. I I think it's a franchise that's gotten better for that because it's it's started to embrace like its weirdness and and yeah yeah. And there's it, also just something very funny about like how it started versus how it's is going. You know? Right, <laughs> like right. It's, it started it's so with stealing now. DVD players, and now yeah. we're stopping. And now it's nuclear Russian subs, subs and stopping <laughs> World War Three, <laughs> like. And Hobbs and Shaw is a ton of like, oh, like, no, they've slipped right into science fiction. It's great. It's fucking Oh, weird yes. <laughs> speaking of speaking of Hobbs and Shaw, dude, let's just go straight into it. I want to know. I want to sit back and I want to enjoy. I don't have a Corona, but I've got some water, so I'm going to sip on that. Well, Sean, I can say I've had all my Coronas, okay? All four yep. Coronas I've drank in the span of an hour and 20 minutes listening to The Fate of the Furious. Uh, and may I say, Sean, what a fantastic job you did. Uh, I was on the edge of my seat. You kept the right details hidden away from me and then you brought them back and I was as entertained as someone watching the movie. Loved it. But four Coronas, you know... Surely that's enough. Surely I'm done. I only bought the four Coronas. What could I open up next? Show me one moment, please. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what what does he have? We... Hobbs and Shaw, spin-off movie. We got Jason Statham, okay? We got a lot of Brits in this movie. Uh, The first half or so is set in London. Some real gangsters. I've gone here for a Guinness. <laughs> oh, my God. Ned is going to drink himself into a stupor. Oh, so I'm going to open this Guinness, and we're going to talk about Hobbs and Shaw. Um, there, is, there is no alcoholic endorsement. There's a lot for uh, Land Rover, Range Rovers. But no Guinness. Or but but no, no Guinness, no, no Corona. But, hey, we're in, we're in England, so we're opening a Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> Let me take myself back uh, with a sip of this. Uh, nice. I'm in fucking London, Sean, you fucking <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> you piece of shit, you Hobbs, you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, you've got it. Hobbs That's spot Shaw, on. Man. Hobbs and Shaw, we got Jason Statham, we got Dwayne The Rock Johnson. But uh, you know what? I'm going to kick off with some behind the scenes here, Sean, because it relates very heavily to Fate of the Furious, uh, where... Uh, because what happened on Fate of the Furious kind of links in to the the uh, the behind the scenes of Hobbs and Shaw. So, Sean, I don't know if you're aware, but Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Vin Diesel huge falling out. Okay, Whoa. during Fate of the Furious, huge fucking beef. All right. Oh, I did not know this. Uh, yeah, 
Uh, in fact, the the Fast and Furious mainstay cast, we're talking uh, Michelle Rodriguez, uh, Tyrese Gibson, Ludacris, um, Vin Diesel, were pretty adamantly against this Fast and Furious spin-off banking on the star power of Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Jason Statham, particularly with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Because Dwayne The Rock Johnson is a, is a huge Hollywood name. Of course you want to spin off a movie with him. Of course you want to reinvigorate a franchise with him. You know, that's he's a, he's a big Hollywood star. Yeah. He gets butts in seats. And that rubs the Fast and Furious crew the wrong way. You know, it's no longer about the crew. It's it's about big star power. It's about Dwayne, wow. okay? Uh, Vin Diesel's pissed. During the filming of... And I try not to look into this too much, but uh, I, I did get this much, okay? Because I didn't know anything about Fate of the Furious, but I know during the filming, uh, Vin Diesel and The Rock really butted heads, okay? Wow. Uh, to the point where... Vin Diesel, as a producer of the film, was cutting the rock scenes like they they did not like each other what? at all. What, dude? This is let, blowing my mind. Okay, this is dude. Let me read to you an Instagram post from The Rock. What regarding Fast dude. and Furious? Because they had a real public falling out. Man, this is the type of wonderful journalism you can expect from lights, cameras, <laughs> blokes. Uh, we are deep diving Instagrams. In fact, it's a wonderful time to plug our Instagram at lights.cameras.blogs. Absolutely. Sean, this is journalism. This, I want to say a quick fuck you to reply all. Uh, <laughs> they're dead. We reign supreme. Uh, yeah. <laughs> don't fight me, reply all. I was inebriated at the time of that comment. The Rock says, this is my final week of shooting hashtag Fast and Furious 8. There's no other franchise that gets my blood boiling more than this one. An incredible hard working crew. Yada, yada, yada. Okay. My female co-stars are always amazing and I love them. My male co-stars, however, are a different story. Okay. What? Some conduct themselves as stand-up men and true professionals, while others don't. <laughs> <laughs> the ones that don't a two chicken shit to do anything about it anyway. What? Candy asses. <laughs> when you watch this movie next April and it seems like I'm not acting in some of these scenes and my blood is legit boiling, you're right. Wow. It quickly became evident that he was talking about Vin Diesel. They had a big public falling out, okay? And this Hobbs and Shaw movie was a big part of that. I don't know if The Rock shows up in Fast 9, but during Hobbs and Shaw, he was saying he probably wouldn't be. He may show up in Fast 10, but, like, there was a real falling out, Sean. Wow. Uh, and I think, like when I watched Fast 5 and I said, this is a big pivotal moment for the franchise, this is where everything changes, I feel much the same about Hobbs and Shaw. It's, it's the moment... Um, they try to diversify and bank on star power, and it's, I think, the moment that is really going to rub, like, the Vin Diesel crew the wrong way, you know? Wow. And in maybe five years, when we're on Fast and the Furious 12 or whatever, I think it's going to move away from being, like, Vin Diesel's crew. Because they're getting older, they're not going to want to do this forever, 
nor can they kind of keep doing it forever. They're going to start yeah. to bank on like The Rock. We'll have like a Chris Pratt Fast and Furious movie. I think though, Sean, the silver lining here is as as they kind of branch it out, as they really franchise it. I think more kind of standalone spin-off movies. I think there is a decent chance of like a Han movie. Is what I felt. <gasps> yes, uh, dude. Is what I felt like if you wanted to do spin-off franchise movies take that popular character and make a movie it just makes a ton of sense right dude i i will buy all the merch for that movie absolutely but depending on when it comes out sean you may never get to see it because we need to we need to hold sacred to the fast oh, 100 franchise boys yeah. laws uh and there's a ton of star power in Hobbs and Shaw, okay, we've got cameos at the fucking wazoo, man. Uh, I can't wait to get into it. Let's get into it. Let me pull up my plot synopsis. Now, knowing that I was probably going to be pretty drunk uh, by the time we got to this, um, kind of a drunk history, but think of it with, like, with testosterone and cars. Yeah. Uh, but knowing I'd be, uh, you know, tipsy... Um, I thought uh, I thought I'd keep the notes brief, and I'll probably go on a lot of rants. Because, like I mentioned, there's not a ton of important stuff. This being a spin-off movie, unless you end up seeing Hobbs and Shaw too, there are a couple of key plot points that I think may be relevant to to future cool. uh, installments. We got Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Okay, we start off. We're in London. Big up London, uh, MI6 agent Hattie Shaw. I'll let you guess for a minute who she may be related to. She's played by Vanessa Kirby, uh, and her squad intercept the delivery of a deadly experimental virus. Uh, her team is then attacked by Brixton, Idris Elba. This is, this is the movie you're watching, Sean. They say, who are you? Okay. He says, I'm the bad guy. Oh my god. He is the villain. It gets better, Sean, because, you know, you reminisce the days they were just selling DVDs. Well, here's who Brixton is he's a cybernetically enhanced super soldier. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) He's got superpowers. He's got Terminator vision. It's so good. (laughs) Um, He wipes out the whole team, bar Hattie who uh, interjects the virus into herself in order to escape with it. Okay. <laughs> By the way, the virus is called Snowflake, which I just found amusing for <laughs> contemporary reasons. <laughs> they oh just keep my... talking about Snowflake. Oh, uh, my God. You know, Snowflake, like the, the, the fucking pussies that don't get fast and furious. Do you not love these movies about fast cars and fast women? You're probably a snowflake, uh, is what I'm saying. Anyway, Brixton then kind of sets Hattie up, all right? He kind of does a crank call to the MI6 via a walkie-talkie. He takes off someone's corpse uh, and says, like, she stole the, you know, she stole the virus. She's gone rogue. Uh uh, Idris Elba actually gets pretty far with setting people up via crank calls. We'll get into <laughs> it. <laughs> um, oh my cut, god! Okay, we cut to a cute little. It's a, like a diptych of uh, Hobbs and Shaw going about their day-to-day morning routines. They're working out. They're getting pumped. They're kind of badasses. They're beating up their respective kind of gangs that they're against. 
Uh, Hobbs is approached by an old agent friend, Locke. We get our first cameo. It's Ryan Reynolds, okay? Oh my god. Have you ever seen Ryan Reynolds in a movie, Sean? Yes, multiple. Then you know exactly the character he's playing. He's playing Ryan Reynolds. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. He plays one fucking character. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is verbatim Deadpool. But then I thought, oh, it's 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 Ryan Reynolds. It's Van Wilder. It's, uh, yeah, every (laughs) single... It's that one just friends movie it's uh it's everything he's been in <laughs> it's everything he's been in the 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 comedy here if you can call it such thing is that Locke is a huge like fanboy of Hobbs he got a matching tribal tattoo on his chest he's like you know he's he's he wants to be Bessie's with uh with Hobbs which is cute uh, <laughs> uh, he says to Hobbs he's going to go meet up with an agent in London to stop this virus, this virus theft business. M- similar things are happening in London. Uh, uh, we've got uh, Shaw visiting his mum in prison, Helen Mirren. Uh, you saw her in Eight. She's mm-hmm. in prison now. I don't know what happened or if yeah. did that happen in Eight. No. She's in prison. Tight. Uh, Wait. You, you know, oh, yeah. Okay, okay. I was going to say, this takes place after 8, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, Two years after 8. Okay. Uh, Meets up with his mom. uh, You know, uh, then he goes and talks to another agent. uh, This time, cameo, Rob Delaney. I don't know if you know him. Rob Delaney. American comedian. I think he lives in England uh, at the moment. But, yeah, funny guy. Nice to see him in a movie. Uh, Anyway, he talks about... I've, I'm going to drink more Guinness one sec. <laughs> <laughs> he talks to Rob Delaney. Rob Delaney says he's got to work with an American agent to stop this virus thing. Can you guess who they're uh, going to be working with? I, I sure. wonder. I can only wonder. Well, when they find out who they're working with, they're both a little more than pissed, okay? They get, they get together. There's some real Hobbs and Shaw style banter about how they hate each other and they don't want to work with each other. In fact, Sean, I've prepared for us a little script. Yes, uh, dude. This isn't this isn't verbatim their kind of back and forth, but it certainly uh, gives you the flavor of it. I mean, have fun with it. It's just a bit of cheeky, <clears throat> you know, banter back and forth. Uh, I want you to go in blind because uh, I think you'll enjoy it, but. Yeah, uh, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be sure you be Hobbs. You ready to go? I'm, I'm Hobbs, right? You are Hobbs. Okay. I'm sure. Okay. Because uh, I'm British. Oh, right, 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 uh, right. So the two bold men stand opposite ends uh, of the room. They're clearly more than a little pissed about being asked to work together. Uh, sure. <clears throat> Blimey, you have got to be kidding me. I ain't working with this sorry geezer. I'm more than a little pissed. I've seen prettier faces on my turds. What a right wanker. No way. I told myself I would never work with this guy. This loser wouldn't know a successful mission if he kissed his ugly mother on his lips. What you say about my mother? I guess they don't teach respect down in the bargain basement gym you spend all your time, you bulky knobhead. I'm sorry. What did you say? I don't understand you through that stupid accent. But while we're talking, maybe you can explain why all British people have such fucked up teeth. Sean, that's that's good. I mean, I love the energy, but maybe ease off the whole... Um... Not that fixing your teeth would do much for general look of English people. 
<laughs> Damn, if I was as pale and bloated as you people, I might consider laying off the fish and chips. Uh, okay, cool, Sean. Can we just stick to the script I wrote there? Come on. Were well, you going to cry, you dumb British dickhead? Why don't you fuck off back to that old bag queen of yours, you dumb British. Yeah, Sean, come on. Dumb British, dumb British, dumb fucking ugly, pale, stupid, goofy axe out of it. Sean, come on, man, please. Like, <laughs> smelly fucking stupid loser. Cunt. <laughs> wow, I mean, you went way off script, man. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> I feel you've been sitting on that one. <laughs> I know where I stand today. <laughs> wow. You got me uh, kind of hot and For disclosure, there. I wrote all those things. <laughs> Sean doesn't think those things about the British people. I certainly do. Let's get on with it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's the kind of basic back and forth they have. Maybe a little less. You know, it's not quite as strong as that. I spiced it up. <laughs> So they learn a bit about who Brixton is, uh, Idris Elba. Uh, he used to work with Shaw until Shaw shot him in the face, okay? That's when he was given cybernetic superpowers and now works for a super-secret terrorist organization called Etienne, which is why mm, I asked okay, okay. before, because they sound like a similar thing. They're like 50 steps ahead of everyone. They control the press and information, and mm-hmm. uh, they're kind of a shady organization um they want to improve the human race by making them more machine uh they plan to use the virus to wipe out like half the human population i don't totally get why but it's very avengers you know thanos wiping it this film is very like they want to step into the superhero movie dude it's it's like you were saying like four movies ago yeah it's it's spot on here they they've they've ended up there anyway they but to do all this they need to get the virus out of hattie shaw who's who's got it uh who's got it all up inside her at the moment uh so everyone splits up hobbs finds hattie and brings her in they have a bit of a connection you know uh, even though hobbs hates shaw he's kind of into his sister bring uh, anyway bring (laughs) brings her back uh, but the building is then attacked by Brixton. Uh, this is the kind of big action, you know, uh, Hobbs and Shaw, they like jump out of the building. Well, Hobbs jumps out of the building. Shaw's like does a fake out and then just gets in the elevator. Uh, and then while he's like shooting down the elevator at rapid speeds, him and Shaw are like giving each other middle fingers. <laughs> and, you know, Shaw's getting like, what a wanker, fuck you. <laughs> it's like, it's some classic Hobbs and Shaw back and forth. They really hate each other. Uh, <laughs> they, um, they get in a, a car, I think it's a McLaren, uh, drive away. Brixton uh, is chasing them with like a cool Transformers y remote control super cybernetic bike. We're in full science fiction mode, but he crashes it into a double-decker bus. Uh, Hobbs and Shaw escape. Uh, A lot of the film was shot in Scotland, uh, a lot of the London chase scenes, but I'm sure the bits that were shot in London, what I'm thinking, Sean, is I'm going to try get out this weekend and try (gasps) recreate some of the shots of Hobbs and Shaw for our Instagram. At lights.cameras.blokes. You heard him. You heard him. Anyway, after this big Hobbs and Shaw and Hattie escape, uh, 
Brixton does another kind of crank, you know, crank cool, sets them up kind of thing. So it makes Hobbs and Shaw and Hattie all look like wanted criminals. So now they're all wanted by the law. This is all done through Etienne, who has these vast connections. But I just find it amusing to think that he's just like cooling up the MI6 and like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> my name's Hobbs. Yeah, I, uh, I'm a terrorist. So, so I mean, it works <laughs> every time. Hobbs and Shaw and Harry, they find the scientist who developed uh, the virus. Uh, his name's Andrico. He's uh, played by, let me make sure I'm getting this right, but Eddie Marston, uh, I believe, who is a real staple British actor. Cool to see him in a weird, huge <laughs> action movie. Marston, I should say. It's like you say Jason Statham, and I never correct you, but I'm I'm always laughing with you and at you. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't but, have it any other way. <laughs> Welcome to Lights, Cameras, Blokes. We're all friends here, and I um, clearly have a drinking problem. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to take another swig, Guinness. <laughs> Might I add, this um, script was amazing. I'm, I hope I didn't butcher too much of it, but... Uh, oh, no, you. I felt thoroughly insulted by your stinging words. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, anyway, so they meet Andrico, the, the scientist. He tells them they need to extract the virus with a machine in Brixton's base, and that base is in Chernobyl. Or, uh, more simply, they can just kill Hattie and destroy the virus. Um so they just kill her, and the, the movie kind of ends the credits roll. <laughs> pretty, pretty simple stuff. No, they fly, they fly to Moscow. Uh, I, this is where I, I briefly considered getting some vodka. Uh, but honestly, I have to remember this is a, this is a, a medium of audio, and I, I, I'm probably already doing enough harm to myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, they find in Moscow. Uh, uh, Shaw uh, kind of pranks Hobbs, gives him a silly fake ID for the flight. Uh, I, th- I believe Hobbs's uh, alter alias in this is uh, Mike Smallcox. So it's Mike Small Mike Smallcock <laughs> or something. But it's like the joke is that the Rock has a tiny penis <laughs> because uh, it's his name. Because it's his name. Uh, and that's how names like, work. Mike, Mike Smallcox. And he's like, I go by Michael. <laughs> uh, anyway, a real silly, childish prank from Shaw. Because nice. they really hate each other. Anyway, uh, everyone gets on the flight. This is where we get a Kevin Hart cameo. Okay? What? A Kevin Hart cameo. Kevin of Hart is on the plane. He's the air marshal. If you love the comedy stylings of Kevin Hart and you just haven't got enough of this fucking dude in the last fucking decade, then um, you're going to love this scene. It's it's prime. Uh, it's prime Kevin Hart. Uh, I believe Kevin Hart was even in a film with The Rock at one point. Um, <laughs> a million of them. Jumanji. Uh, he's oh, like- yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, man. Kevin Hart and The Rock go together. Like, like peanut butter cheese, and jelly. Like peanut butter and like caviar. It's a real <laughs> treat. Anyway, you get some Kevin Hart. But this is what I mean, man. This this is what I mean. This is big star power. This is an expansion of... Because like Kevin Hart, Ryan Reynolds, these are people that yeah. have nothing to do with Fast and Furious. Nope. 
but like we're using the Hobbs and Shaw movie to get some star power going to like expand the franchise, which I think makes Vin Diesel a little nervous. Uh, but hey, I'm having a fun time. Love that Kevin Hart. Uh, they they then get to Moscow uh, and they meet up with Shaw's Russian girlfriend. Uh, and they kind of sure and the Russian girlfriend like make out in front of Hattie and and uh, Hobbs and they're like wish we hadn't seen that I'll say I've uh, Shaw's Russian girlfriend's called Margarita I've, I don't know who the actress is uh, a good looking lady but what I've liked about Hobbs and Shaw is because some you know attractive women and titillation are a staple of the Fast and Furious franchise yes, yes. But I feel like there's some, there's a little more uh, there's a little more for other people in Hobbs and Shaw because you've got The Rock, you've got Jason Statham, you've got Idris Elba. Like there are some hunks in Hobbs and Shaw. This is like, true. Like finally we're banking the Ryan Reynolds. Actor. Ryan, of course, Ryan. Kevin Reynolds. Hart. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Kevin Hart. I'm sorry, Kevin. Yes, of course. He's a good-looking man. Anyway, the point being, uh, there's something for everyone in Hobbs and Shaw, which I, you know, I appreciate their branching out. Anyway, the Russian girlfriend helps smuggle them into the Chernobyl base. I also don't think you should fuck around in Chernobyl. That place no. is radioactive as shit. They do you think, their do way you think they'll, the- they'll have, in Hobbs and Shaw 2 or 3 or 4, they'll have some radioactive baby problem that's going to, like, you know, be one of the, the forefronts of, of, of a mission? Because of going to I th- Chernobyl? I think a substantial amount of two or three will be about how their jizz doesn't work <laughs> because of all the <laughs> fucking nuclear energy that radiates through them. I think oh, Shaw's then got, it could be a good like, PSA for adopting children. Yeah, I think Shaw's got stage three fucking cancer, and I think that'd be a real fun time, Sean. No, I don't think this will play a part <laughs> in any of the fucking movies. <laughs> um, <laughs> But maybe, who knows? Uh, they fight their way through Chernobyl. It's a fun scene. It's like they've got to go through two separate doorways with like a glass panel between them. And Shaw has to fight like 50 guys. And Hobbs only has to fight one. And they're all like trying to show off to one another. Uh, I will say, uh, The Rock and Jason Statham uh, have some real fun chemistry. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, it's, I, I just got to say... The Rock, The Rock's a charming dude, and Jason Statham's pretty funny, like you say. So I yeah. think they work well with each other. Uh, this is exemplified in this scene. Uh, they fight, they fight through the base, but they get caught by Brixton, who's then torturing Hobbs and Shaw via electrocution. He tries to recruit them to his terrorist organization uh, because the shady leader of uh, uh, Etienne has asked him to. They both say no thanks. Uh, fight their way through the base. They're they're saved partially by Hattie. Uh, and Drico's there, by the way, the the scientist played by Eddie Marson, uh, who's um, but he's killed by Brixton. I just thought I should mention he's there because he's killed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, in the chaos, the machine that's meant to extract the virus from Hattie gets broken, so they're kind of out of options. The only choice now is to kill Hattie. So that's what they do. The movie does end there. Uh, no, sure. No, it doesn't. No, it I doesn't. pranked you again. I pranked <laughs> you again. <laughs> Let me take a drink. <laughs> the machine's destroyed. This is where they fly to Samoa. 
Oh, of uh, course. Is this, this where f- is this where the haka comes in place? Yeah, yeah. This is where that all happens. But this is where uh, Dwayne has to reunite with his family who he'd abandoned years ago. And it's like this, like, it's the last pet place uh, that Hobbs wants to be, but he does it to, you know, help Hattie and Shaw. Uh, and he reunites with his family. And that's what I like about Hobbs and Shaw, man, because it's a very different, it's a science fiction, cybernetic Terminators virus that'll end the world uh, movie. Uh, ultimately, it's still about family. Uh, <laughs> so you've got to keep that Fast and Furious branding. It is Fast and the Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. You got You can't forget that. When we eventually have a Fast and Furious horror movie, where Dom is like driving over the heads of like teenagers at summer camp, I still want it to be about family. It, ultimately, it w- the, his son Brian will be in the back seat with his headphones on because it's about family. <laughs> about family man uh so he reunites his family touching moment um they all prep to fight there's a fun montage where Shaw and Hobbs are working together to kind of prep things uh there they all help uh Hattie get the machine working again and so she can ex- extract the virus uh they don't have any guns there so they rely on like uh uh, Samoan weapons like clubs and like wow. it's 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 interesting uh, it's um yeah there's a uh, god what was I gonna say I don't know the the alcohol really does rot the mind god did we just watch all those fast and furious <laughs> it's just hitting me anyway uh they so they hook Hattie into the extraction machine uh oh what I was gonna mention is several of Hobbs's family members are played uh, they got a lot of like uh, Polynesian extras. Oh in. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like this was like a big. I I think Dwayne really kind of uh, helmed a lot of this film, and he he got a lot of uh, uh, other Polynesian WWE wrestlers in, and there's a lot of extras who are also nice. kind of big, you know, bulky wrestler man. Uh, it's 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 cool. It's uh, and they do that war dance uh, you mentioned prior. Nice. Um, it's the big showdown. Uh, Hattie's extraction, virus extraction, is going to take 30 minutes. Uh, so they start fighting. What they do is like they hack the terrorists' guns because all their guns are like biometric, kind of, you know. Of you course they are. Your, yep. Yeah, it's a big, it's a weird science fiction uh, Fast and Furious movie. So, you know, there's clubs, there's booby traps. It's like Home Alone, but in Samoa with Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Jason Statham. It's great stuff. Big punch up in the... Big pu- I, <laughs> big fight, big fight. Uh, Brixton but snatches Hattie uh, into his helicopter, though, in the, in the chaos. Uh, so Hobbs and Shaw get on a truck and lasso the helicopter with the truck's winch. Wow. Uh, everyone That's... crashes. It's <laughs> insane. It's insane. There's a moment where they're like, they've got the, the helicopter lasso. The helicopter's trying to pull them off a cliff. It's like two wheels of a car clinging to the edge of a cliff. It's wow. real weird shit. It's crazy. Uh, they, they all crash. Uh, they're all like standing in the rain. There's a huge punch up. 
Uh, by the way, it's revealed that uh, Brixton uh, and Hobbs... Uh, so Brixton had set Hobbs up in the past to look like he was a defector when he was not. I don't know if this is a factor in in uh, eight or seven, in any of the previous ones. Uh, but it is revealed that um, Brixton uh, had been a factor in Hobbs killing his brother, I believe is what? a line. So, so Hobbs has killed his brother. I thought this would be a thing in eight, but you didn't mention no. it. You just said they worked together. Yeah. So, so that's just kind of dropped out of the blue. Tragic stuff. Real emotional gut punch. <laughs> 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 um, uh, but they're all punching. They learn to kind of... Hobbs and Shaw learn they've got to work together if they want to defeat the, you know, the Terminator. Um, uh, and they work together and they defeat the, the Terminator. Um uh, the organization Etienne uh, kill Brixton uh, once he's been defeated. They, like, terminate him. Uh, he's like, you know, well, that's how it's going to be, is it? Uh, that was a terrible issue. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. I can't tell the difference. Uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I mean, that's a, that's a you problem, man. Uh, yeah, so, you know, that's all tragic. But then that's when Etienne talks briefly with Hobbs and Shaw and reveals that they know Hobbes. Hobbes doesn't know how, but Hobbes and the leader of Etienne have a history. This is the one big takeaway of the movie that I think, like, there is an organization called Etienne. Mm -hmm. they kind of cybernetic, AI-based. They know Hobbes. These are the things I think will come up in future movies, okay? So, uh, Hobbes and Shaw one, they're now the best of frenemies, uh, you know, Hobbs has a bit of a thing with Shaw's sister. There's, you know, Hobbs finally introduces his daughter to his family because it's all about family. There's a couple of post-credit scenes Ooh. Uh, where Locke, Ryan Reynolds, tells Hobbs that there's an even worse virus that's been stolen. Yeah? Of course. Because uh, there's always somebody course. who thinks 50 steps ahead or 100 steps ahead. And there's a virus that's not only twice as lethal but it's three times as lethal. It's at least three times as lethal. Uh, really, this after credits scene is a chance to like roast the Game of Thrones finale. I forgot to mention all the Game of Thrones references in this <laughs> film. Uh, uh, apparently, people were pretty pissed that they kind of ruined the Game of Thrones finale, but it's just a testament to how terrible the game of thrones finale was that even hobbs and shaw is kind of fucking <laughs> roasting it which like if that you know if hobbs and shaw are roasting your fucking tv series you fucked up though i gotta i'll i'll say now as an aside the game of thrones finale really like monumentally sucks uh, <laughs> anyway um, yeah, so there's, you know, there's some Ryan Reynolds silliness. Uh, there's also an, a second after credit scene where you, like, uh, Shaw and uh, his sister kind of break their mother out of prison or, like, it's, you know, it's hinted that they, they're going to break Helen Mirren out of prison. There's a after credits. There's so many after credits Wait, things. To be how many after credit scenes did you get? Two to three. I forget because of the Guinness, but uh, <laughs> it's it's two to three after credits scenes. Uh, I think the penult- the the ultimate one is uh, Hobbs pranking Shaw for the Mike Smallcox thing. 
uh, Hobbs has called in the police to Shaw, um, you know, uh, with and they've given Shaw some like stupid name, like I I forget what it is, but like you know Billy Smallbutt or something. I I'm making yeah. that up, but it's something. It's dumb just as, as shit. good, probably. It's so good, <laughs> and yeah, that's the uh, that is the movie. This is. You know, it's weird science fiction, robot, cybernetic, super soldier, virus stealing nonsense that I think is the first crack in the traditional Fast and Furious mm. cast lineup. This is going to be this is going to be what breaks them, man. Wow. Vin Diesel, Michelle Rodriguez, uh, Ludacris. You know, Ludacris is a smart guy. I think he'll roll with the punches, but. Uh, I have faith in Luda, <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, I, uh, yeah, that's Hobbs and Shaw, man. It's insane. It's wow. insane. What do you think of that? What do you think of that, Sean? Well, wonderful. You did it through a case of Corona and a Guinness as he polishes off his. I, uh, man, <clears throat> Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. Uh, I think you just spoke for an hour. I got like 10% of that, but you know, is it because I was drunk? No, 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 no. It was just the story. It, it just was kind of like went over my head. Maybe. I don't know. It was just, uh, yeah, no, it's because I was drunk then. I, <laughs> Cause it's not, it's not like, like I remember fast five being pretty fucking weird and convoluted and not much happening. Uh, Hobbs and Shaw is a little more streamlined. There's a lot of like globe. There's not even a lot of globe hopping. It's from London to Chernobyl to yeah, Samoa. a lot of, mo- lot, a uh, lot of it goes on for about forty minutes more than you kind of expect it to. Like the Chernobyl final fight scene where they kind of fight their way out uh, feels like the big explosive finale. But then they but, uh, wind up in not. Samoa. Then they, yeah. Then they go to Samoa. So. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's all a trip, man. It's all wild. Again, I don't think you need to know anything other than this shady shadow organization, Etienne. Gotcha. And, uh, and the mystery at the end is they know Hobbes and who is the leader of this organization. They were talking to Keanu Reeves for a bit about him being the leader of it. But, uh, but I think that fell through. Mm. Uh, well, let's let's do this. Let's, uh, let's rate these two fine cinema masterpieces um i'll i'll start hobbs and shaw i think i gotta go with like uh ah i'm you know jason statham i said it right that's he's a lot of fun in this movie man if you like jason statham i think i think i'm gonna give it like a five and a half maybe a six i'd say it is yeah like and and, uh and fate of the furious yeah. Sounds like a fucking blast. I'd give it a strong six. You know, yeah, it yeah. may even elevate itself into something even better than that. But I haven't seen it, and I never will. <laughs> so uh, a strong six, definitely. Um, you know, the 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 Octopus King uh, suggested we do Power Index. We've been we've been sticking with it. So uh, the two blokes, two furious Power Index. Uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and go first. Uh, number one, still Tokyo Drift. You can't beat that movie. Nothing can. But I'm putting number two. I think I gotta go Fast Eight. It was it was good. It was a good one. It was a fun time. Then I go the Fast and the Furious. Then I go 
too fast, too furious because of ludicrous. Then I go fast six, fast four, Hobbs and Shaw, fast five. It's not fair because I haven't. I did I watch fast five? No, you watch fast five. I watch fast five. I got to say, Hobbs and Shaw is not the second worst Fast and Furious movie. Yeah, it's de- it's better than um, it's better than Too Fast, Too Furious. Wow. Okay. Yeah, number one, Tokyo Drift. Number two, Fast Eight sounds like a fucking blast. I'd give that one to... Uh, number three, I think I'd give it to Fast 7. I think Fast 7's a okay. lot of fun. Oh, I didn't even put Fast 7 on mine. What is what is going on here? Fast 7, I'm I'm, I'll put... Fa- yeah, I'll put Fast 7... Uh, I'm going to put it after f- Too Fast, Too Furious. Before, be- after, like, it's number four. Number four, it's number three for me. Number four... So what have we had? We've had Tokyo Drift, Fast 8, Fast 7. Number 4, maybe Fast 1. Mm-hmm. Number 5. F- oh, God. You know, I'm so confused. <laughs> it's like a, you got this. You got this. Number 5, Fast 2. Okay. Two. No, number 5. I just said Hobbs and Shaw is yeah, better yeah. than yeah. Fast 2. So number 5, Hobbs and Shaw. And then number 6, Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah, okay. Too Fast, Too Furious. And number 7... You've got you've what? got five you've got fast four oh. through six left. Well, I've got four, five, and six left. Yeah. Uh, uh, six, four, five. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I've got. Yeah. Five is the worst. Still, five. <laughs> five. Five minutes. <laughs> was was five was five the one with the heist in Brazil? Yeah, but like so little of it was a heist mm. in Brazil. Most of it was them all just fucking around. Uh, Uh, okay and then last but not least uh, what we're looking forward to in Fast 9 they're going to space Space. Uh, they're going to space they're going to do a time travel one but that one's not going to be for like 3 to 4 movies so Mm -hmm. don't expect that for like another half a decade I want to see I want to see Han uh, drifting I want to see Man, I want to see Bitcoin. Um, I want to see. <laughs> I want to see Dogecoin. I want to see Dogecoin. I want to see. Um, I want to see a sniper of some sort shoot another bullet. So there's two snipers and they're um, aiming yep. at somebody. And I want one sniper to shoot, and then the other sniper is so good at sniping that it, he shoots the bullet out of the air. That's sick. Yeah, that, that's got to ha- It's Sean, you are so tuned in to this fucking franchise. You're so in sync with it. Yes, absolutely. I want to see that. I want to see two... I want to see two men uh, punch each other in the face at the exact same time. Yes. Uh, I, w- I want to see someone do a backflip over a car that's trying to run them over. Uh, uh, I want to see an explosion inside of an explosion and then the explosion triggers four more explosions uh and and vin diesel is just walking through all of it i'm pretty sure that's already happened but i want to see it again it sounds it sounds good and i want to see it again uh i want to see paul walker back but i i want them for his voice i just want them to run it through like one of like the apple mac text-to-speech things <laughs> like they've got this amazing cgi paul walker and it's like hello dom it's nice to see you again <laughs> 
let's drive. (laughs) (laughs) I want that. (laughs) Oh, I want to. I want to see Dom's son Brian uh, drifting, Mm. drifting in a little Playmobil car. You know, the little RC, like the remote cars. That's a true prediction of mine. Is that that'll be Vin Diesel's last Fast and Furious movie, Mm. where they hand over. where Brian's son goes to Vin Diesel because he's like, I never knew my father, really. I, like, I want, like, because Brian's like passed at some point in the, you know, yep. and so he's like this kid just trying to get to know his dad, and he's like 18, 19, 20 or something. And he goes to Don, he's like, Apparently, you knew my dad. And he's like, He was like family to me. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) My mom never told me about him, but I want to know everything. (laughs) I want to learn to drive. Dude. And it's going to be like that, you know, where Dom teaches Brian. Oh, it's a karate kid kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's a karate kid movie. Dom Dom doesn't want to. And then, like, through the powers of watching his his charger, he learns how to drive. Yeah. Wax on, wax off. Yeah, exactly. You're driving. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's how you drift. Uh, uh, but wow. Sean, should we? Do you want to tease to the people what we might do between now and Fast Nine? Uh, yeah, let's let's give them a little sample. Um, we've we've done some digging. We've done some top notch journalism. Um, we know that Tokyo Drift uh, has a certain character named Han, and in that movie, Justin Lin and Han have both said that the character Han is based mm-hmm. on the character in a little film that Justin film Justin Lin directed called Better Luck Tomorrow and we're going to watch that because you know it's it's a it's a Fast and the Furious adjacent movie uh, there is a character that you know plays a role in both of them so we are going to we're going to take a take a, a gander at that movie we're both going to watch it um because it's it's somewhat within the franchise, boys. But we've also got a little a little treat uh, on top of that. Ned has played uh, two of the Fast and the Furious games, and uh, I have purchased a cookbook, uh, a Fast and the Furious cookbook that I've created some dishes from, and we will review both on the next episode of the franchise we've boys. got independent films we've got games we've got cookbooks uh we uh we're really covering the gambit of of somewhat off-brand fast and furious content uh that that'll come in a little bit we're gonna take a tiny break i think from the franchise boys between now and nine talk about some classic lights cameras blokes movies we've got some fun stuff coming up uh, but the franchise boys have been a lot of fun. It has I, been. I, I it's Sean uh, speaking through the drink. Um, I I'll say there were times I worried we were just explaining things that happened in movies. <laughs> 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 but the I feel the last few have been like so much fun. I think we've been suitably bewildered by this weird franchise. I will say this in terms of dumb Hollywood big box office franchise movies. I've had a way more fun with this than I have with like most of Marvel same, shit. Same. Like and maybe that's just discussing it with you is is the fun of it, but it, it feels like it's got a little more you know, it's it's goofier, it's got a little more heart, it's it's 
you know, more comfortably dumb. I, yeah. 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 No, I, I agree. I agree. I, I, I can say the same. I'm like, it's what? Nine, nine movies at this point. And, uh, the, the Marvel cinematic universe is like what? 30 something. So I think that's also, <laughs> Something like that. that's also part of it where it's like fast and furious is this, this nice packaged franchise that, uh, you don't have to know. We, we split up the series and we explained it to each other and we kind of got the gist of it. I feel like with Marvel, it's just, there's so much, so much exposition and there's so many lines drawn to each movie and yeah, fast and furious takes itself a little bit less seriously they got they've got some good action they've got family they've got corona it's you know it's a fun time man it's it's been it's been enjoyable um i think the fast family has corona is a different is a different kind of thing sean oh fuck you, you may intend it to be uh but yes i um i agree with all that and i think maybe when we maybe not while we're talking about cookbooks and 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 you know, weird indie films and um, video games. Maybe that's not a conversation for next episode, but I think I think I definitely w- want to talk more about what the Fast and Furious as a whole is about. Like, I've tried to like maybe sneak in on whatever the the overarching themes of the film are and whatever the, the overarching kind of message of of Fast and Furious is because. Family's the fun goof that they say a million times, but you know it's that's like maybe superficially what the yeah, films are about. Yeah. Uh, so maybe when we talk about nine, because that maybe then we can really get into like, well, what have we learned, kind of thing. But uh, but yeah, this is, it's a lot of fun, Sean. It's a lot of fun, uh, Sean. You know, uh, Lee. You know. Fucking play the people out with a uh, with um, you have been seeing uh, Letty and how you'd break up with Letty. Tell me, break up with Letty right now over the podcast. Letty uh, is just you know I got this son and the son he he has this this mom who got executed in a plane and it's just really fucking traumatized me, Letty. I need a Corona. <laughs> I'll see you, Letty. That, that was the breakup. You know, you go from I need a drink to buy. That's great. We're done. <laughs> We're done. There you go. There's the, there's the closure she needed. <laughs> All right. Peace. Peace. <laughs>
small cocks. It's Mike Cox Small. Like Mike Cox Small. Oh. Uh, so I just Dude. thought I. This is why I pulled you in the middle of a work day. I pulled because I, I thought you had I'm to know. I'm glad. I'm glad that I uh, put down all my food. Yeah. I. You know, my wife was. She's. She's leaving for a vacation. I said. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I need to go. Uh, Ned is telling me. Yeah, yeah. That good. He has important information. Good, good, good. And it, I know you're leaving, but. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah. And I ran upstairs, got to my computer, turned on audition, and you did this just to tell me what was the joke? Uh, so his name is Mike Coxmall. It's Mike Coxmall. Yeah. Yes. To be honest, I was I was meant to be. I meant like I'm about thirty minutes late for a funeral right now. So, uh, but I I did want to add no, another you, quick thing. Important. We're at like two minutes now. We've got maybe three more minutes max. Uh, something. Great. Great. That just really ate away at me uh, while we I was editing, is um, is in Hobbs and Shaw there are constant jokes about uh, the HBO television series Game of Thrones. Uh, Ryan Reynolds especially brings it up a lot. The Rock's daughter brings it up a lot. Uh, the Rock like it's, it's, the daughter's like I watch Game of Thrones at my friends, and the Rock's like you're not going to that friend anymore. She's like why Dan? And you're like you know nothing, Jon Snow. So it's like very heavy. Some heavy. Oh, it's there. It's there. It's 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 very much there. Here's what really sent me spiraling, Sean. And again, we've only got maybe two more minutes. <laughs> this podcast is way too long. The character Ramsey, who is now a mainstay in Fast and Furious, played by Natalie Emmanuel, is one of the main characters of the television series Game of Thrones. So, what implication does it have on the Fast and Furious universe if someone they know? is an actress in a fictional television series. What does that mean? Does this mean there's going to be a crossover? No. Will Jon Snow (laughs) be drifting into... Oh. No, no. My... It just confused me. It confused me and it upset me. And I was wondering what your thoughts were, Sean. So, so let me be the first to say, never watched any Game of Thrones. None of it? Uh, So, Congratulations. Congratulations. This... (laughs) So... This revelation uh, that that Fast and Furious no sorry Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw has an ongoing gag that I'm trying to parse if this is a joke or not on Ned's part. No, but it no, has no, a no. has a. This, uh, but I wonder this a lot about like because this is very inconsequential when you're watching a movie. But I do often wonder by the Ned. I gotta stop actors, you. I need to yeah, stop yeah. you, Ned. I, I cannot tell. <laughs> <laughs> can i not sure. i, I can't maybe, fucking tell we've got maybe 50 more seconds so just suspend your disbelief for another minute my big question is yeah. when you're watching a film like a fast and furious does that mean that in the cinematic universe of that movie like the rock was never a wrestler because the rock doesn't exist because dom exists who is the rock do you hear what i'm saying Oh my god! I'm worried. This could be uh, a this could be a thirty minute. This could be an hour long segment. Okay. Are you say no no? We need to we need to figure this out. Does yeah. that mean okay? Let me let me run it back. Yeah 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 yeah. In Fast and Furious world. Yeah. Because they have not put it into the lore or the canon that the WWE exists or the WWF had existed, right? Mm, yeah. Okay. They're in the lore. They have not made any reference to the wrestling that took place in the 90s and 2000s so therefore uh the rock Dwayne the rocks johnson 
mm. does not play his character, The Rock, in the WWE, WWF franchise. Yeah. Does that mean Dwayne Johnson does not exist as that character? That's, or do you mean... No, so that's what I, I mean. I mean, in the movie, Hub, Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Agent Hobbs, uh, Special Agent Hobbs, cannot both exist simultaneously, okay? Yeah. Oh. Because they are the same person. Right. Uh, so. So they they either yeah. need to have a a recreation of the WWE where a certain match that Dwayne Johnson The Rock is in, but they replace him with a new person like Dom, and Dom is actually the wrestler The Rock, <laughs> and then you could have a an alternate universe where The Rock is played by Dom. Maybe, but that's not so much my point. My point is that within, okay. fi- you ca- like, if Dom exists, it means that there are no movies starring The Rock because then in that universe, Dom would go to the cinema and he would have a metaphysical crisis because he would see himself on screen <laughs> acting alongside Kevin Hart and Jack Black and Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. Do you hear me, Sean? So my yes, question yes, is, yes. how you know how can Game of Thrones, the fictional you know, that the HBO series be referenced when one of the mm-hmm. main actors of Game of Thrones is playing a character in the Fast and Furious in universe. The fi- no, you're right. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Now, I- I'm going to ask the question again. <laughs> Ned, is this a bit that you are doing? Because is Game of Thrones actually in Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw? Yes. Yes, it is. What the fuck? <laughs> it is. No. It is. A lot of it is. Like, it's very referential to Game of Thrones. That whole end credit I do scene. not fucking believe you. I don't fucking believe you. No, well, I need we have you a to third look issue. up on IMDb. We... One of the, no, I, I need you to look up on IMDb. Yeah. Uh, just a, a line that, set, that references Game of Thrones yeah. in The Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. Okay. Okay, I'm going to do that now. Uh, but then I'm going to have to edit Thank this. <laughs> like this it's is fine. already it's like fine. a 2 hour... I'm sorry that I'm doing this, but you called me up no. to do this because I don't believe you. <laughs> well, that's a whole third issue. Like I had two points. I had the the cock joke and I had this weird, you know, metaphysical question. And and you've pulled in this third quandary of am I a reliable narrator, which that's a bigger <laughs> question, you know? That's, you're the one that put in the the goofy gag, the goofy bits. <laughs> Dude, I'm so upset I forgot to do a goofy bit. Uh, and I mean, now would be my chance, I guess, but I think it's too late. Look, I, I mean, immediately I've seen, seen sees the name Mike Oxmore on... Uh, see, I got it wrong anyway. <laughs> I got it fucking wrong again. It's Mike Oxmore, not Mike Coxmore. <laughs> um, uh, oh, my God, I found it. I found it. I'm going to take a screenshot. I'm going to send it over to you. All right. But it's kind of fucked up. You don't believe me. So, I mean, we can talk about that later. (laughs) That'll be in the production meeting we have for the next episode. I'm sorry. Read that out. Read that out to the people. Read out what I sent you. Here it is. Middle credit scene. This is Locke. Can you believe that Game of Thrones is ending? Luke Hobbs. I didn't see it. So I'm Luke Hobbs. Locke, you watched the shit of it. What? You watched the shit of it i'm guessing that's a typo Locke, you watch the shit out of it you dirty little liar luke hobbs impatiently what's the problem you said there was a problem 
Oh, some spoilers Law. coming up for My... the end of Game of Thrones, I suppose. Don't watch Game uh, of Thrones. Uh, okay, that's go, fine. Go on. <laughs> Locke, my problem is that Jon Snow had sex with his aunt, then killed her, and nobody wants to talk about it. Okay, so... This is... No, you fake this. This is a deep fake. <laughs> I, I cannot believe Sean, this is Sean, real. This ca- Look, we cannot... We can't do that, okay? I'm we, sorry. I'm sorry. I will we, believe you. I believe you. You've got to believe me, okay? Now, the... the the important piece of information here is, okay, so you know Jon Snow just because, like, I guess, you know, the, yes. the, uh, yeah, because of the cultural zeitgeist that is fucking Game of Thrones. Okay, the aunt he has sex with is Daenerys Targaryen, as played by Amelia Clark. all right? Now, in the series, she has a servant slash slave slash friend who, as played by Natalie Emmanuel, okay, who is Ramsay in Fast and the Furious. So how does that work? This, this was meant to be a two-minute... Like, it, this was meant to be two minutes of, like, ah, Ned, why, why, <laughs> why are you bothering me with this? And it's become a whole... It's become a feud. So what do you no, think? No, this is insane. Yeah. I think this is completely insane. And I, I do hope that... Let's see. The way this probably works is we watch nine together and we split it up. But then I'm sure there will be a, a Hobbs and Shaw 2 that drops after that and i have to watch it or maybe we watch it together i just hope that in the next installment (laughs) yeah yeah that they do some random bullshit like this because this is unbelievable i can't believe this is actually in the fucking movie what so what don't you believe about this what do you not believe about this because it just the 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 like you're saying the self-referential craziness that's going on here is like you have somebody that's in it and it's they're not even using that as the bit like they're not even because there are movies that reference other movies and they go haha like yeah that yeah. person's that that person in that movie's dumb and they're mm-hmm. talking to the character who's like has or talking to the actor or actress who has played that person in that movie but that's not even the bit the bit is game of thrones is a movie or sorry game of thrones is a series <laughs> ha 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 <laughs> You were and, wrong. You were immediately and, wrong. <laughs> Game of Thrones is a movie. This this just proves to me maybe you haven't been paying any attention to me for the last four years is what I'm worrying about now. <laughs> okay? So sure. No, no, no. <laughs> Game of Thrones is a series. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. And, and then that's it. But it's like mm. the real joke they should have done is with Nat- Nathalie. But they can't joke about like yeah, it's Nathalie. Uh, it's uh, but they can't. His can they joke about it? Because you can't be that meta in your Fast and Furious movies. Like surely, like in you know, right, unless right. you're doing a touching tribute to a lost co-star, you cannot turn around to a character and, and say, "How about that Game of Thrones?" Like it's yeah, it, it ruins That's... me. It ruins me. It's ruined you. No, I completely agree. I completely yeah. agree. It's it, you explaining it to me mm-hmm. had me questioning you if you were trying to gaslight me the entire time. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, fair That's enough. a perfect fair example enough. why this doesn't work. This, this, uh, <laughs> this, this brief call to do a to do a cop gag has blown up in my face. Uh, you know, all phrasing. No, I think it, I think uh, we've gotten to the real problem with this fucking series. I'm glad yeah. we're not watching it anymore. Yeah, man. These these movies. Well, no, that's I take that back. We're going to see Fast 9, but hey. Yeah, we are going to see Fast 9. At least it won't be Hobbs and Shaw. I'll just say as a brief, like, editing this two-hour Fast and Furious 8 slash Hobbs and Shaw podcast, 
has broken me a little bit. So maybe that's what this is about. But uh, thank you, Sean. Remember, it's Mike Oxmoor for future reference. Um, please, okay. if you're hearing this and you've listened to a two-hour podcast of, you know, an American and a drunkard Brit fucking rambling and then you get to the end of it and there's this. This is your fucking prize at the end of the rainbow. You fucked up.